0: He here. This is nerve-wracking. Oh, we in this. Mad close. Wild, wow, it's crazy. You
1: hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what up, brother? <laughs> Yo,
0: this, is Yo, this is wild. Yo, it's crazy.
2: Man, let's talk about this World Cup, oh, bro. Oh, oh, oh. Solidified. Let
0: me, let me just jump in real quick. This has been my brother for eight years. Plus, right? It's my, this is one of my right-hand mans, right? We've been talking about doing this for a while, and my boy really stepped up, and now we here. So I, I respect that. Yo, man. I admire Finally, it, bro. you know. Finally. No more it's procrastination. This world is all about procrastinating. You ain't that's doing nice. it. Yeah, man. All I'm right. not
2: even going to lie. I'm a big storyteller. I got the best excuses. I think everybody. I think that's what everybody has, but started with the new year.
0: <laughs> that's your favorite thing. You're a storyteller, bro.
2: <laughs> everybody is, but it takes a point where you realize, like, all right, it's either you're going to do what
0: you want, or you're just going to stand there and pretend. That's all I teach. That's all I preach.
1: Yeah. That's so, it.
0: Time go, Time don't stop for nobody. feel me? And you're going to look back at it and be like, damn, I wasted two years of my life when I had this goal for like three years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So it is what it is. So wait, let me ask you. I know you, you're big in the fitness thing. How many people
2: come to you and be like, yo, I knew your resolution, knew me. Listen, bro, I want... Especially, you know, brown people. We do that a lot. We jump in. We want to do big things. But how many come to you and just give up within the first... Let's say month.
0: Nobody gives up. Okay. Nobody gives up on me. I have a different... I have a very different perspective on health and wellness that is very universal.
2: I'm just going to call it bullshit right now. He said nobody ever gives... Everybody has anybody at least that's one trained with me, anybody
0: that has trained with me, please jump into this. And my vow son for said
2: me. 100% success, 100%, right
0: I could tell you that straight up 100%. You could ask, any- so
2: no one in, I mean, look, I'm not saying that you haven't given them the reasons to push themselves. I'm saying people stay in a system, right? It takes how long to build a habit.
0: What is it, like three months?
2: Three months. Okay. Yeah. I think it's way longer than that, honestly. A brand new habit? I think it's, I think well, it's it three think three months. Yeah,
0: it varies, actually. It depends if you have uh, somebody uh, holding you accountable. So
2: That's for the you, the reason I ask is because, you know, people, especially in the new year, everybody and their mother's like, yo, I want to change my body. I want to get healthier. I want to do all that shit. Can I jump in and start training with you? And then you have to think about the other people who you've been consistently training that trade-off how do you choose to be like all right you know what i can use this person and help them get them to their goals but then you're gonna have to lose someone who's been consistent with you
0: well here's the thing with my business it's um first of all yeah i'm gonna give an introduction myself because we even do that
2: yeah we skip all, right. all that
0: yeah. everybody knows who you are bro no nah, I'm kidding nah, nah, nah. let me say this real quick so my name is naveed i'm the ceo of Navid fitness and pretty much i am a Trainer, health coach, I do a lot of things, I specialize a lot of things. I've trained a lot of walks of life with different obstacles and needs, and I have my own private space where I do my work, and I have zero online presence.
2: Okay, yeah, that's that,
0: true. That's, that's, that's straight of facts. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think you so. should definitely start doing TikTok videos. Big brown dude doing some videos. <laughs> I have you for that, bro. You can do all the dancing shit. I'll be nah, in the background recording.
0: But I, I'm not I'm not using TikTok. Um, you already know why I can't be on social media, yeah. at least for the time being. But unfortunately, when that d- time does come, the first thing is get my Instagram back on flow because it's been three plus years, and we still don't have a designated day on when we can come back. But uh, TikTok is something I have to jump on because this is, this is this is. We'll go back to that question you asked me today. I was talking to my client, and we were talking about how all these young kids give advice. And other kids are just believing it and swallowing it up yeah. 19 year olds, 20 year olds Listen, I'm 28 years old right now And the people that I look into I've mentored from Studied everything from On their late 30s to 60s And these guys have spent their life Everything into their studies Their research, their articles And just because you're on the internet And you look at a kid that's in shape Probably from good genes or drug use That everybody hides, right? You're gonna believe them when yeah. they have no type of credentials. Yeah, that just don't make sense to me.
2: See, now that bothers me because I I, I don't like to. All right, so I I will admit I am a big hater. Right, I'm a, I'm admitted. I hate yeah, everybody yeah. equally though. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. If I see somebody who's like more diesel than me, in my head automatically I'm like. But he Royce. can't play basketball. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a Roy. Yeah, but he can't dance. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. you're filling that gap. But I the got thing you. about trainers that I don't like is when I see a trainer, either a who's completely out of shape, right, and they're trying to train other people. What you got against me, man. I'm out of nah, shape. nah, nah, nah. Come on. But you, we know what we're talking about. We go to the major gyms, no names, but all the major gyms. You know, all of them. You see all those gyms, and you see a bunch of dudes working out there, training people who are. Again, I understand you could have the knowledge and maybe not apply it to yourself because that's not your body goal. But there's like a health goal involved, right?
0: I get where you're coming from. But it's funny because everybody's perspective of good health is different. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give you an example. The guy that taught me Chinese medicine, right? You look at him from afar and you'd say, this guy's not in good shape, right? He's real slim, right? Looks very slender. But this guy has more body awareness, strength, and body understanding with movements in ter- every term of the aspect like he knows how to move his slings his body his ribs everything with breathing mechanics which is the hardest part but to you you'd say he's not that much of a in shape right no, no
2: skinny slender that's not i guess i should clarify Unless you're talking
0: about like somebody that's extremely big
2: like people out of shape like they're they're trainers who are out of shape
0: like yeah but out of shape can mean a lot of things see it's not, based off your perspective see now
2: that's true based on like i think when i see power lifters like yeah you're you can move a lot of heavy weight. I don't think you're healthy. I've seen mad power lifters who are big as fuck, but they're like fat. Like okay. just fat as fuck. Now I'm
0: going to argue that. I know bodybuilders, right? Ripped to the T. Everything aesthetics, yeah. right? So you'd say that's the prime nah, optimization, but right? I know they are extremely unhealthy. Yeah, the dehydrated. Extremely. Not, only their, not only the dehydration, their heart. You think their heart look I'll give you an example you can and have juice a juice that once yeah no juice that doesn't matter like no nah, the guys who are lean who are healthy who are lean. correct but you're ta- you're talking about an extreme like a strong man like those powerlifter yeah. dudes but that's not an even, extreme of a sport true
2: but not even like the extreme version there's you go to any gym any gym you'll see a bunch of powerlifters they're not necessarily on the sauce they just like to move heavy weight i think any form of fitness is good so I'm going to stop right there. Folks. Yeah, I think
0: it's good. Yeah, yeah I think it's great. You should great. do something. Oh, 100%. percent you got to move.
2: When you're saying you're a trainer, right? I think visually it looks like it. I think it hurts the person's goals who's trying to get in shape when their trainer themselves isn't in shape. As compared to a trainer who's like, not only are they holding you accountable, but they're holding themselves accountable with their lifestyle. Like You look at them, you come to them, they're not. Dropping in terms of how their health looks they're not getting out of shape. you know
0: listen. I agree with you a 100% right because that's like getting your foot through the door. That's the first thing you see right But you got to remember for what after my accident Two and a half years I was out of shape Depressed I looked very unhealthy, but I was able to take athletes at the time I was training a college basketball player in a high-level school playing ball, but I wasn't in shape. Yeah. That's where the trust comes into play because you might not know what that person's going through. Very true. Example, Fair. when I was through my accident, two and a half... After a year, I stopped to look like i work out, and after that, I went downhill and downhill and downhill, and I showed you that picture of me the other day where I look like you could feel the sorrow in my body, right? But I saw that picture, and I, what did I say? Oh, you look fine. I think you look good. Well, that's because of the years of training, right? Your body, after a while, starts to adapt to it, right? It's an environment. That's why I tell people to work out for years because your body's adapted to the stress as if it's a norm.
1: Yeah,
0: It's not like a going off. I'll give you an example. Like, I could work out for a week, and my body will have a 360 change. Because that's the, the stress that it's used to. But you might not know what that trainer's going through in the moment. Because people thought, oh, he's just really slim. But in rea- This guy's weird. In reality... <laughs> the
2: of that jiu-jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu modern yeah, hoodie. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Fresh, old um,
2: black. Black on black.
0: But uh, going back to the point, it's like... They might have just gotten hurt. They might have gone through like a divorce. Yeah. You just don't know what they're going through at yeah. the moment. So you can't just judge off. If, if it was like a consistent thing for years yeah, and they have no problem, eh, then we could talk so, about it. So,
2: so let me ask you on that. Like Coming from that perspective, right, made a lot of real fair points. And me, I'm just, again, I'm always going to play devil's advocate. I'm always going to go down the extreme route, bring I love it back that. to the Yeah, honesty. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to play both sides just so we could hear a more well-rounded answer, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you're right. There's trainers who might, hey, again, they have the knowledge. Maybe they don't want to apply themselves. Again, it's up to the person, the individual who wants to chase the goal to keep going, regardless of the trainer, right? But how did you, now knowing that, yo, I, I, like, to your perspective, from where you were, your knowledge, you thought you were in terrible shape. Well, a lot in, of people hit that wall, right, and they just that's it. There's no coming off that wall. How did you figure out that? All right, this is something that's gonna pass, and now I'm focused. I need to get that body back. The injury is still there, but now I'm gonna work out ar- around the injury. Like, what made you go back to that?
0: It starts with your mental health. Okay, honest to God, because a lot. Look, like, I'm a very big believer in physical health, but I always tell everybody I train, work with, or even personally, no, take care of your, your. Your, your psyche before your physical. Yeah, fair. Because I study stress, and if you stu- if you if you see my business model, people always say nutrition's first. Yeah. In my opinion, right? Nutrition should be taken on first if it's a severe extreme for people, which is often the case, right? But it's usually proper movement, stress levels, and then nutrition at the very bottom, right? Because nutrition you can't change it at once, but if you change the mindset and the perspective of everything. Then it has an easier flow, you get what I'm trying to say? So for me, I first, when I went through uh, my accident and I had permanent injuries... So talk
2: about your accident so people can figure out what's going on, like, you know... I, long like, story short,
0: uh, I can't go into the details too much, Fair enough. Uh, but long story short, I got into a bad car accident. Uh, obviously, not my fault, we all know that. The dude ran a red light at 40 miles an hour in the local, hit me real bad, airbags deployed. Man, it was a shit show. From that, I got um, three herniated discs in my cervical spine, three herniated discs in my lumbar spine, and I messed up my S1. My uh, right hand had a lot of tears. My right shoulder got a lot of tears. My left knee tore and my left hip tore.
1: Damn.
0: uh, And these are some serious debilitating things immediately, especially for somebody that just opened my gym. And the week I was... I just came back from getting uh certified with like a uh high uh accredited uh certification uh FRC. That happens, it's like a real yeah. what the hell.
2: It's definitely a shot to hundred percent. It was yeah. like
0: it's like you built your life and you've given up everything to start a new journey. The minute you get to the top, the business is ready to blow, but then you, the person that the business is around, completely falls. Yeah. And you're at that point where There's no time to think about you because now you're in extreme debt. You have to take on clients in the city. I mean, in your, I'm in Queens. Yeah. Most of my clients were in Manhattan. Yeah. I had no following in Queens yet. So you have to worry about everything else but you. Yeah. And then the injuries and all those other things get set to the side. You try to do your physical therapy, whatever the case is. And then after a while, you're like, enough is enough. You know when you tell, when you got your friends, your family telling you like, "Yo, you're losing yourself completely." Yeah. But when you're going through it, you think you're fine.
1: Yeah.
0: But you're really not fine. Yeah. You're actually falling apart right mm-hmm. in front of their face. But you know how the situation is. You're not. You're. You are not you you do not know how bad you are to others until you take a step back, mm-hmm. and you look at it later on down the line when you're fully healed. Like, damn, I did that. Yo, I'm so sorry. Because you're in the moment, you can't yeah. take. You can't self reflect when you're living through trauma.
2: Yeah, if that makes sense. sense. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's another thing I want to like just jump on. How does someone go through that process? And I don't think it could be just limited to an injury. It could be limited to anything in life. Like 100%. You can go through that where you're just like, I can't do something.
0: You burn out? Burn so out. That's another very good one that yeah. everybody goes through.
2: People do the nine to five, like, even yeah. making the time to go to the gym or do whatever hobby they wanted, whatever activity. I guess accepting that you have to mentally be aware that this is going to be a stressful moment for you. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so, walk me through that process. Like, what you would tell someone who would come to you and say, "Hey, listen, I want to start this year right." Right. I went through a divorce. I'm not motivated. I already let myself go for you know a lot of people let themselves go for let's say COVID. Right. Let's say before Oof. COVID you were healthy. Yeah. And I'll just say this: There's a lot of like people that I knew who were like health conscious, but when that COVID hit, they just Got dropped couch comfortable and yep
0: couch potatoes. Six it.
2: months of no activity, can no movement, destroy your body, destroy your body. And Absolutely. I've seen people just look like different humans. So now they're coming into this new year, right? Maybe they d- kept their foot off the gas for a long time. How what's what's a process that they should mentally think about to convince themselves to now be able to go on this task of going to the gym or going to whatever? Like, how do you convince yourself, like? through these challenges like what are the steps what do you think is going
0: to work you got to first self-reflect of what patterns will happen if you don't that's number one are you going to keep being like this for x amount of days months years yeah or are you going to use the momentum that society has created this new year new you yeah right and take advantage of that and another thing is accountability that's the hardest part think about it like when you have somebody that keeps you on check it's very easy and another thing is you don't want to feed them too much information where they're overwhelmed and they're like, I can't do this.
2: Information overload. That's a real yeah, thing, that's man. a very big yeah, thing. And yeah. I tell
0: people, it's the simple things that make you healthy. Honestly, God, like if you, you and me, we travel together. Think yeah, about yeah. other parts of the world that we went to. We traveled traveled oh. together. <laughs> oh, brother,
2: man. Got a couple of kids in other countries I don't know about. <laughs> he got
0: it, man. I was eating my food, man. <laughs> he he eat on his own thing. But long story short, like when you tell people the simple stuff, like... I've studied America and how it literally tries to kill you, right, and like ruin your life in many ways and feed you all these pills. Yeah. Like.
2: Yeah, the medical system definitely has a lot of
0: flaws. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. But they they essentially uh, tell you all this, but when you just take a step back and be like, look, let's just talk about the normal stuff, the Mm -hmm. simple things. Yeah. Let me ask you about like your eating habits. Let me ask you about what you're eating. Let me ask about what time you sleep, even how you sleep, Yeah. right? Let me ask about your stress levels. Let me ask you about these simple stuff, right? Yeah. Once you pick little things out and you start changing them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not too extreme, you'll see within a couple weeks to a month a huge difference. I'll give you a huge example. Um, I had one guy that was addicted to McDonald's, right? And then I just... And I was like, you know what, you can keep McDonald's, right, eat it all you want, right. And then later on, after a while, after his body got right, he's like, you know what, I'm ready to take it to the next level. Then I'm like, all right, well, I know you've been addicted to McDonald's, You're, and no matter how much you work out, that's something that's ultimately going to set you back a little bit, no matter how forward you get, right. Then I asked him, why McDonald's? And, you know, me, I studied human mental health like crazy, right, and... Uh, we ended up finding out that he had a very big addiction to McDonald's specifically because that was his go-to when he was depressed in college. And that still stayed on with him. But you yeah. graduated college 10 years ago. Why is that still a thing now? So we slowly had to weed him out. To, instead of having it five times a week, yeah. we dropped to four, three, two. You know what I mean? Yeah. This did not happen overnight. Yeah. This happened within the increments of three, four months after he was ready. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. But if I told him the first day, like all these other guys, oh, you can't eat McDonald's, that,
2: that would turn him off. Might just give give up. It's a One hundred percent. Why system. would he do that? Yeah. Like
0: it makes no sense. You're taking the step to come to me to help regulate your life. I do lifestyle coaching. You do. You work out a little bit. That's already a huge stretch change to the body. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you're gonna feel the benefits of working out, no matter who it is, especially if you're working out correctly. Yeah. Once you give somebody the ability to walk right, move well, it's a game changer.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So why not add to that high By giving them saying like Yo, I got this better drug Let's take away this And you'll feel a lot better
2: Yeah so. You know what that, that reminds me of? <laughs> kind of reminds me of um, There's a great um, Rest in peace to Leandro Lowe Great jiu-jitsu fighter, right? Uh, Leandro Lowe Eight time world champion He was recently murdered In Brazil But um, This guy There was a great documentary on him Where he did um, A contest, right? He did a whole Three weight Three months apart, pretty much each one, where he had to gain weight. And in his interview, it was just funny because he met a real, like, nutritionist. And she's talking to him, you know, in Brazil. And she says to him, okay, so, like, what's your diet like? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just do jujitsu, and I eat, and that's about it. Yeah. So she set him up with a diet plan that will allow him to gain to the heavy weight and then come down to shred to the intermediate level. You know, he had to drop, like, 30 pounds in between the weight classes and put it on. So... It was just funny because when she put out the diet plan, he goes, All right, um, what about soda? So she says to him, She's like, Yeah, we're not gonna do soda, but how much yeah. do you drink? And he goes, I drink a two liter bottle every day.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. That's like, see, that's like, that's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's a funny thing that you talk about this because people don't realize that, you know what I'm saying? Your guy is an athlete. Yeah. In my field of study, Athletes are the most healthiest people. Yeah. Yes, because of their sport, they can develop bad patterns, bad habits, right? That's because their sports require it. But they're not looking at that two-liter soda as a problem. And your guy's a, what, world champion, right? Yeah. This the, the We're piece? talking about normal guys that go to a desk job yeah. or they're working from home drinking soda
2: And they not even
0: realize it. And the crazy part is, this is happening on the frequent basis. Oh, I'm going to have this soda. All right, cool. Then you give one day off, right? Then you jump back on it. You're having soda three times a week ish with zero movement? Yeah. Let's be real. Like, what's going to happen then? Yeah, it's
2: pretty pretty funny, though, (laughs) because even during the video, he was like, What about Coke Zero? Can I drink Coke Zero? And she's just like, I'm not going to add that to your plan. All right. (laughs) We're just going (laughs) to. But it worked. Like, he won all three. He was. Pretty much, like, showed that he was one of the greatest at that time.
0: Yeah.
2: By the way, everybody who hears a dog bark and that is my dog downstairs. He is. Anytime I have a guest over, he just needs to be jumping all over them. So. One hundred percent. That's why he's barking because he's in the other room. Um, I love him. But yeah, so you know, so I guess what you're saying is, first, understand mentally what you're about to go through, right? Be calm. Even like I had a good friend tell me sometimes the best thing to do when you're going through like a depression is to accept. Yes.
0: Correct. I'm depressed. Correct.
2: Whatever I'm gonna do, I don't wanna do. I'm gonna feel unmotivated, but let's start
0: here. Everything starts with acceptance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like man, that, that, that's the best thing I tell you because that's when you when you start acceptance, that's the hardest reality check. But that's when healing starts. You know what I mean? And you wanna start this journey with all your demons aware. And that's something, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have a very good head on my shoulders. And not be a judgmental person. So people trust me off the rip. And I've heard yeah. that all the time off of the first time they meet me. Yeah. And think about our friendship, right? We met once and then the next day we're hanging out like we're buddies for life. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like this is something that you and me both have, right? So it's just making sure that you use that advantage. Cause not everything is just, oh, you got this, like, like just pumping energy. Keep that shit on YouTube. Yeah. This is this is real people's health. Yeah. Like, let's not push them to where they're gonna burn out. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole conversation on how I feel like certain people train, especially yeah. with the new day and age where everybody can become trained after they get a piece of paper, right? And uh, yeah, and then it ultimately ends up screwing the client over later on. Mm.
2: So how important is it when you go down this to now also set goals? Like, should you lay out a plan for yourself, three months, two months, two weeks, or should you just keep it? to like a weekly basis, monthly basis, you know, especially when you're coming in, someone like you comes in the first time and they're like, hey, I I wanna get into shape. And they tell you all their problems and health issues and whatever. Afterwards, do you tell them like, hey, like I want you to go home and also accept certain things that can happen to your body but set these goals in your mind. Like, I'm gonna start here, I have to get to this weight or moving this amount of weight, showing up this amount of times, exercising this amount of days.
0: Interesting question. So. Repeat that question a little bit more simply if you don't mind.
2: So, like, just goal setting. Like, okay. Like talk about goal
0: setting. So, I'm very big on goal setting with life in general, and exercise is another thing, right? When you're coming in with somebody, especially someone that's never worked out, because yeah. that's usually how it is, right? Even though I've trained a lot of people. This, this is going for somebody that has not really taken their health serious, because I've trained athletes. Yeah. Different world, right? I've trained people that used to work out. Different world, right? Some of people that are just very, I've never worked out. I'm yeah. trusting you with my health. The first thing I tell them is, don't worry about it. Let me handle all the little stuff. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Come to me, whatever time, whatever frequency is, right? As you start to get more confidence and comfortability with this new movement, then we'll add. Okay. Because everybody's first time they come to me, you know, they don't know what they're expecting. Always ends a positive, right? They have like a 99% closing rate. Right, even though I don't try to sell, I don't sell, I just mm-hmm. tell you what I do. Yeah, right. And usually they like it. Yeah, no, they do like it, right? But that's what it is. As soon as you get comfortable with one thing, let's add a little bit of uncomfortability somewhere else. Yeah, right. And then you get comfortable with that, and boom, boom, boom. Now you're more comfortable with change.
1: Yeah,
0: but that's all it is. This is all about change, mm-hmm. changing to a better direction. That's how I usually do things. Okay, so all right. simple always wins, even in training. All that crazy stuff you see, like, nothing is as good as the simple things. Yeah. So...
2: Keep it basic. Keep it simple, especially in the beginning. And as you get more advanced, then you can add more...
0: Little tweaks, but... Yeah. The simple always works. When you think about training, and and this is for normal people, the harder stuff is just a variation of the simple stuff. Mm. That's all it is. Yeah. But when you start seeing people do some crazy stuff, that's not realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... We're in a different world now.
2: So let me ask you. So you know, we're gonna go down this road of basic, right? There's all these different methodologies in fitness and health, right? 100%. Yeah. And I'm gonna say this. Everybody says the three holy grail fitness exercises that you must do in order to achieve a great physique. If you stick to these, like you Come said, on, keep physique it simple. Or health. I mean, we could apply it to both technically, right? But sure. yeah, you could definitely do something more for health than physique. But I mean, if you do these three exercises, you should gain a good physique and good health, right? Okay. And the three exercises were deadlift, right? Okay. Well, deadlift, we could argue later, right? We'll do squat first. Squat, everybody says, no matter what, you should squat. Whether you use assisted machine, some form of squatting it's important, right? One, some form of chest press, whether it's a machine. So push motion. Benching, push-ups, right? Sure. And then the third one. People say deadlift, and then some people say pull-ups, right? I would lean towards the pull-ups more because I think decompresses your body. It's just good for your overall arm and hand strength. Yeah. Having a full dead hang, like that's important. Yeah,
0: so, interesting. Uh, this is a sidetrack. I don't know if you know this. Having a strong grip, there's a study, it correlates with your life expectancy.
2: That's why you should do jiu-jitsu.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy stuff. Or you can do a pull-up, like you said.
2: That's why you should learn how to collar choke a motherfucker. Just get real close and just squeeze. So
0: he's a jiu jitsu <laughs> dude. I'm a boxer. We're in two different worlds.
2: You know what's crazy? I I think it's important for even guys who do jiu jitsu to have at least like six months of understanding how to hit a bag. Like it takes time to understand the patterns, 100%. right? Creating the un- awareness of head bobbing, yeah. shoulders. too so
0: quick with the uh, power. That's yeah. Not where it's at. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. But I agree.
2: Because jiu jitsu um, dudes, they're like, What you're, first, every form of martial arts, you are trained to run away from a fight, okay? Because there's so many risks involved that when you're even training, you're thinking about that all day long. Like, hey, if I crank a little too hard on the shoulder, I can dislocate your shoulder. Now you're in the real world. Anybody can have a gun. Anybody can have a knife, right? Disclaimer,
0: I agree with him. He says this all the time. But usually when we go out, he's like, I'm just waiting for somebody to do something so I could just do something <laughs> stupid to them. <laughs> you know what's
2: funny? Sometimes like...
0: I'm just waiting for a dude to do something like, crazy.
2: I-, I only say that because when I was with my friends, I kind of have like a funny ego, right? But I know for a fact I would, I would avoid every fight. You would call me pussy. You could say whatever you want. Listen, I'm at this age where I don't care.
0: Let right? me tell you something. Your life is worth more than looking oh, cool and tough. I'm going to be sad. honest with yes, you, man. Like, I, Look, as a dude that was a street dude, I used to fight all the time, man. What was it? We was out the other day. Random dude comes up to us, and he's like, "Yo, I remember you from high school." And you oh, tell yeah, him this, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, he used to put in work. Yeah, I used to put in work in a different generation. Yeah, we used to just fight. If you had a gun, you was a real, real OG. Yeah, right. Now everybody got one. Nobody yeah. fighting.
2: Nobody. It's a you know what's world. funny? That's what. <laughs> so I and I'm gonna go into more detail with some of the other people that hopefully I have on the on the podcast. But like I always. One of the reasons why I didn't train jiu-jitsu, right? My older brother's been training for eight years. Like, this dude, you know, he's, he's in it. He always tell me. Or even when he was a blue belt, like, yo, you should just go in there. Go in there. Yeah. And I always say this story. One day, he's at the house. And this is, like, before COVID. And he says to me, you should go one day. And I'm like, bro, everybody's shooting. There's no reason for me to know how to grab you and put you on the floor. I'm throwing hands. Or we're going to get to the blicky. He goes, alright, if you're not scared, show up. And that set a different perspective in my in my mind. Because then I said I have to accept something. Am I scared? Like, am I really scared? And I'm not gonna lie, I remember one time I went to pick him up and I went into the jiu-jitsu, like, you know, the the mats, and I'm watching the whole place. And it is very, very intimidating because you see a bunch of jack motherfuckers sweating and they look brawlic. Dude,
0: brawlic as hell, doing cardio. You're like, slamming is this each other. Yeah. Running like he's a like a 15-year-old girl, it's so light on their feet.
2: Yeah, yeah. But then I yeah. got lucky. I got lucky. Like, when I went in, I joined some... I met the right people, and yeah. then I got the right coaching. And then years later, you realize it's not just physical. It's, ve- it's Most of it's mental. You understand high things. pressure, high pressure. Yeah. And I always say this. I'm like, you know, like, I, I've been through the issues of losing a job, getting fired, looking for another job. There is nothing more stressful to you than having a man on top of you trying to choke you out, okay? Yeah. Nothing's going to make your alarms go
0: off. Let me... I want to jump in from another perspective, right? Because I, I agree, because training for a competitive sport that's combat-based. You learn a lot. A lot, man. A lot. By like, yourself, too. I'll give you an example. Like, um... Uh, when I was younger, I used to be very heavy into, uh... Like, you know... not. I used to be heavy into, like, I'd look for it, but I used to be very active in the streets, right? So... <clears throat> I would literally be with my boys waiting for something to happen. That was like our holiday special every day, right? We already know a story of Queens, right? But now that I'm at an older position in my life, right, I have more to lose, right? You could go to jail, right? And every time we go out to some spot, right, you always see me, I'm tense, right? But the beauty is now that now that I know how to fight, especially in a street fight, right? And I'm very blessed to have the build that I have because I fight exactly like how one of my role models is. Yeah. And I know his power and I know his lethalness, right? And shout out to my my boxing coach Gary. But yo yo Gary. But, shout out to Gary. But long story short is like now that I'm in this predicament, right? I'm at the club. If things get situ- if things get staticky, right? I know it's not it's because of us cuz we're calm-headed people. Yeah. Right? But if it's the other guy, right? In my head, I'm not more about waiting for something to pop off. I'm gonna try to stay calm and dilute the yeah. situation so it doesn't get to that point. Yep, yep. But if it does get to that point, I know what I'm capable of, so I'm not scared. Straight up, that's great confidence. I'll give to you. This, have. Not yeah, a hundred. Like you and me, it's just us two. I know we could take on a handful of guys. You know what I'm saying? Because the beauty about boxing and jujitsu is you can grab somebody and you can kill them, right? I just got to get one hit. And I'm 99% dropping you. If it ain't the first one, it's the second one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the beauty is, since you're so trained to the unexpected, which is the stranger tackling you, that's a stranger too. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And the only time I try not to pick... If I know I'm going to get beat up, I'm just looking for their ear. They got a cauliflower ear, I'm ass, bro. Take <laughs> my money. You know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> By the way, that's a common tell for people who don't know that if they got collar... Flower ear, and if anybody who doesn't know what that is, that's a swollen, messed up looking ear, right? That means that person does wrestling, something. a lot of grappling.
0: You don't want problems with that. You don't, guy. And as a boxer, you don't me, want problems with that guy. Let me tell something. As a boxer, right? It depends on your boxing style. I'm at the most probably advantage because I'm a very close range boxer, right? So all my power could generate it real quick, right? So I have a better chance as a guy that does jujitsu, right? But if I'm versus if I have longer reach right, and I'm fighting with a distance, it takes you to grab me once to destroy me. A lot of people, they see me in Assad, right? They would automatically assume because I'm bigger than Assad, and they see me like throw hands, they think I could beat Assad up. I can confidently say that Assad will mess me up in a real fight.
2: Listen, man, first of all, none of us are ever gonna fight. We will never fight. <laughs> That's the first but
0: thing. But <laughs> I know that Assad will smoke me because I, one time in college, one of my friends and me were playing around, and I used to box a little before I got serious, and this dude, as soon as I threw one like he just took my time to read my hooks. The minute I punched, he stepped to the side, grabbed my arm, it was done.
1: Yeah, man. What am I gonna
0: do? And what do we do? You're supposed to relax, apparently, from jujitsu, right? Yeah, you but was... we taught to just from the street stuff get yeah, real rowdy. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're exerting our energy. And like you said, I'm just gonna wait for you. That's... Get a little yeah. tired. And you're done.
2: But see, here's it. Remember, like I, this this goes back to like the shit that we've seen, right? And and I definitely wanna put a disclaimer out there. Like, the main reason we would never even go down the road of even going through the argument talking like I won't even I'm not even gonna give you the time like we've been in situations where we're at the club or a restaurant or whatever and a fight happens right in front of us right and what happens madness you just see tables flying, people swinging. You got people who you didn't see involved in the altercation jumping in. So
0: I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Queens. What there, a great time bro. that was.
2: I mean, it's Yo. great. <laughs> when you're like a person just watching, it's different because then you're like, oh, this is live action. Oh, shit. But you got to keep in mind, like you saw two guys arguing or a guy and a girl, whatever. And then all of a sudden, five on seven. And that's the thing because like fighting teaches you how to defend yourself in that one-on-one situation especially jujitsu, boxing, all these martial arts to teach you how to defend yourself, but not go out there and be aggressive. But in the streets, there's so many variables. There's no reason to ever do anything, even if it's a one-on-one in the parking lot. Like, I've seen one-on-ones where the guy who knows how to throw hands, locks, and knocks out the other guy. You know what I mean? Two, one. All right, we're back. Sorry, some technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. My dog was crazy. You know. What the hell's wrong with him? I just want to say for anybody who has a Rottweiler owner out there, I feel you, man. I got two. And they are a handful, but they're the best dogs.
0: No, they're not like 128 pounds
2: each. <laughs> yeah, I love big dogs. Nah. You know what? That's, uh... Anyway, we were just talking about the four... All right. Well, three, three major into, exercises.
0: Yo, going all over the place, right? Yeah, the Trying basic. When great the, minds get, a little, get get in tune with each other. Um, the three fundamental,
2: basic, keeping it simple exercises. I said it was pull-ups. Well, first the squats. Then some form of chest press, push-ups, or flat bench. I'm going to say flat bench. And then we'll say pull-ups or deadlifts.
0: Okay. That's such a broad horizon of things, right? Yeah. Now, who's saying that? That's my question. So... Who's saying that these are the prime? I'll
2: say it like this. When I started lifting weights, right? When I first, first touched the weights, I was like 18, right? 17, turning 18. And I was going to college. And I realized, like, when I went for that summer to, like, understand what college is and you pick at classes, I was skinny. I was 114 pounds. Like, I looked tiny. than me. <laughs> I was tiny. So I realized I want to work out. But I also play basketball, play ball, like, three, four hours a day. So I was just doing so much cardio, and I guess when I really, really wanted to start working out, I would ask the big guys in the gym, like, hey, what do you do? What do you think is good? And I had a, you know, my older brother used to give me great advice as well, but I remember there was one guy, and he used to tell me, he's a paramedic, big diesel motherfucker, and he's like, listen, if you could deadlift a certain weight, you could squat a certain weight, and you could bench a certain weight, I promise you, you're going to have a crazy, phenomenal physique, And he goes, if you could do all three of those exercises for 225, like you work out up until you can get flat bench, 225, five reps. Squat, 225, five reps. Deadlift, 225, five reps. Comfortable, not like you're struggling on the fifth one. He said to me, if you could do those five reps, bro, you have a great physique. So I used to think that and like, okay, those three exercises are like foundation of like real strength and physique.
0: Okay. Um, I think it's great if you could do those. I think if you can do those, you're definitely in like the upper tier of human strength in the world. Okay. I do not think those are what you need to be strong and healthy. Okay. So you're talking about from a strong physique-wise, right? That's a key word you're using constantly, physique, physique, yeah. right? I'm not training people for based off just their physique unless that's their goal and they're telling me that. So I agree those are important. But I don't agree that those are the, like, in terms of your physique, I think you should actually have even different workouts for that.
2: So if you had to pick three exercises, for you would tell someone... For physique or just overall health? You pick overall health. Because I figure, even for health, I would pick those three exercises. Okay. Me. Okay. But you, someone comes to you, they haven't trained, keeping it simple, yo, let's chase the thing these is goals. The that I can't
0: do three. I gotta do four.
2: Okay, fine. Give me four.
0: Okay. One is... uh. Damn, I got five actually, and they're like religious with me. Okay,
2: so these five, are your first five,
0: five, five, five that you five need. Okay. You need to be a prime, optimal human, and you could transition that into your life, sports, okay, being a parent, yeah. everything. Go. One is you need to have a strong, functional, stern, movable core, right? So exercises like that. I think of like hollow bodies. It's like a gymnastics workout. Okay. Because in order for you to even be able to do a, a hollow body correctly, you need to have the most optimal core strength. Okay. Nobody has a stronger core like a gymnastics person. Okay. Right. Second is a bridge motion. Hip thrusts. You already know I'm heavy on that. Okay. Like hip I thrusts. can't. Yeah. I'll be I'll give you a very good example of how important hip thrusts is. I have so much pain in my body right? All the time. Even on my drive here, my right neck was cramping like crazy. Like like it was like insane inflammation going on, right? My lower body has the same pain. I have so much herniated discs, torn hips still. Yeah. If I don't bridge like a hip thrust, I have pain again. Okay. Right? So a bridging is the best motion because you need circulation within your hips and your glutes, right? Now, just, right, I'll go into that a little bit later. So a bridge is like, what we're doing right now is sitting down, right? Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's, not, uh, that's counteractive. Yeah. A bridge pretty much eliminates this okay. pain that we're developing. Third is a hinge pattern. So a deadlift could be one, an RDL could be one. Just a hinge motion, right? Using the hinge technique. For your back. For your lower body.
2: Lower body. Okay, hamstrings. Correct. I get it. Yeah.
0: Third, fourth is a squat variation, right? You can do a Bulgarian split squat. I think lunges are a form of squat as well, to a certain extent. Um, barbell squats, goblin okay. squats, right? Okay. Heel elevated squats, right? And the last one is a pull mechanic, a row, not even a lap, a row, okay. right? The reason I'm saying all this is because this is for pretty much the wor- the way the world is going forward. Everything is so rounded, right? When you do a chest workout. Majority of the times, if your technique isn't 100% perfect, which almost nobody's is, you're going to get more rounder, right? A rowing mechanic is the opposite of that. You're strengthening your rhomboids, um, your lower traps, things that kind of help you get into a better posture. You need that in order to have good spinal alignment and move well. Does that make sense? Yeah. So... Those are my five mains, okay. and notice like chest is something I have as, like an accessory work. I don't have people really doing it a lot unless they go with strength or they're later so on really just, into just it. Just
2: one more time, you said the first one was hollow bodies.
0: No, first one is co- like a core. So hollow body.
2: What is that? Give me, give me what what's a hollow body? What's a, Imagine
0: exercise? imagine um, laying on the floor. Having your hands slightly up, like you're laying on the floor flat, and your legs are up. hands are a little bit elevated, and your feet are a little okay, elevated. Okay, I get it. It's That's like, like the extreme version of okay, right, and okay. there's variations of it, right? I don't know what the people so call it. So some
2: form of sit up movement with Correct. the Correct,
0: it's it varies, it varies because okay. when you're doing a hollow body, it's more than just a sit up. Like, it it. I'm talking about your ribs. I'm talking about your pelvis. Those are in alignment For you to hold that okay. That's what your body Is not doing on the regular
2: Okay so hollow bodies one Hollow
0: body A hinge pattern There's Anything, not specific deadlift one Deadlift or real deadlift I mean whatever. yeah okay That was actually number three Number two was uh, A bridge pattern Bridge pattern Hip thrust big. Single hip leg thrusts. hip thrust um, Feet elevated thrusts. Fourth is a squat Variation And the last is a row Okay That's my So main. I guess
2: I'm gonna ask you this one thing About the hip thrusts right Everybody talks about this I've seen a lot of women do it as well, right? It's great for your glutes, great for your hamstrings. Oh, My guys do it. Is it good for sex? Like does that help you in your humping motion?
0: Man, why you gotta talk about this, man? Because
2: I'm wondering if you're telling somebody, Mom, right?
0: Mom, I'm, I'm sorry. And somebody God damn it, <laughs> Stop <man. your> auntie. <laughs> freaking hell. I but I'm just wondering.
2: Is it is it isn't that like is some form also beneficial for your sex life as well? Like if you're doing the hip thrust motion. Okay, uh, I'll
0: give it to you in the best way possible. You're built like a, you're, we're built like trees, <laughs> right? Yeah. We're built like trees. We're built from the ground up, right? Most people nowadays are developing such a hip disconnect with their body. Does that make sense? They're they're in disconnect with. You can move your hands, right, like this. They can't move their pelvis. Okay. It's, it's glued. It's stuck. Okay. What you're talking about the practice. Requires a lot of hip and pelvis. Yeah. So that ultimately answers your question. I'm not okay. going to go into specifics. So I'm just
2: going to say for you guys
0: I am who not are going freaks, to, I am not going Stacey.
2: to. Sexy. Sp- you get that hip thrust motion in your daily workout, all right?
0: I'm a Muslim. I'm a reserved Muslim. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to talk halal, about it. all
2: right? Keep it halal. If you're yeah. married, you do that. All right.
0: There you go. There you go. All, all right.
2: right. So those are the first five and. Those, if you, somebody who's just starting, who just listens to this podcast, and again, that's one of the big things I want to be able to do is, maybe there's a kid out there where he's like 16, 17. Yeah. Like, I didn't really grow up around a lot of like brown role models or people who are You and me
0: both, bro. You know what I'm saying? from different cloths.
2: Exactly. So, for me, like the person who I looked up to was my older brother. He kept the shit straight. So, hopefully, if there is a kid or somebody out there, boy or girl, who doesn't have access to this knowledge, and they apply these five exercises, like foundation for them. Yeah. It'll ultimately help them Gain a better physique better 1 million health. percent okay. I, I want
0: to just say Since we're talking about the kids Yeah Don't look at What people are doing online Because that's for their body That's their beliefs Yeah Right Everybody's anatomy is different Trust me That is a huge thing I've been saying this for years yeah. Everybody's anatomy is built differently Yeah Do what works for, work best for you Do things properly And yeah. you'll see the flourish You mind if I use you as an example Go ahead bro Alright my brother, I worked out with him plenty of times, right? Fun days. Don't you have like a knee pain or a hip pain?
2: Yeah, it's because of, I'm not going to say no name. If somebody knee-barred me in the gi, I'm not going to talk about who,
0: but yeah. But you have a knee pain and you have a hip pain, right? I have a
2: knee tweak. My hip Correct. hurts from playing ball And when all you years. came
0: to me before your first tournament, right? I told you one specific thing. I said, your hips are locked up. That's screwing you up. That one hip dysfunction is causing your knee to tweak out. But you notice how the first two things are core and glutes. Yeah, where is that located in your body? In the center. Yeah. You move from your center; these extremities are moving from the center. All right. Obviously, I'm not a kid's not gonna wanna listen to a guy like me because I might not have the build that he likes, right? But I'm just telling you the hardcore facts. I don't get nothing from like I'm not selling you shit. I don't get nothing from this. Yeah. I'm just giving you the. We're not sponsored yet. Whatever, yeah. even if even that if m- he even if he's getting sponsored and it's something I don't believe in, I'm not going to be approve of it, right? Fair. Because I don't. Get- I will.
2: Hey, whoever you are, McDonald's, Burger King, I will put your ad here, right?
0: Go ahead, go ahead. feed my boy, man. <laughs> don't eat a lot. We hungry. He hungry. Um, but long story short, like I'm just here to give it to people straight of facts. That's good. If they don't want to hear it from me, that's fine. They don't got to believe me, but I know I told them the truth. You
2: know what's big is, like I, I remember when I was young. And So I used to go to this gym It was called um, And people in Brooklyn You know Who grew up in that area In Brooklyn would know
0: Dolphins
2: (laughs) Before Dolphins Okay It was called um, Detail Fitness It was an underground It was underneath the pool hall Straight hood That
0: sounds gangster. It was Bro What (laughs)
2: It was like Two blocks away from the projects Right And it was like At the end of Stillwell Interesting group of men In that area man Like You would see Like straight up Mobsters Like Nobody comes into the gym and wears a suit and works out. Nobody does that. You have seen that? Seen that, bro. It's these dudes. Weirdest shit
0: I've ever in my yo, life. these
2: were like these like, like very well acquainted individuals. Like they were old school Italian guys. They knew everybody. Hand, kissed on the cheek type shit. They shake your hand. You know, like real old school. Good guys. Like they when they see young guys working out, they would push them. Like come on, young man. That's it. Okay, so, so you that's
0: got the, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, they were good guys. So I remember when I used to see these dudes. I used to aspire to see the guys in that gym. Hood as fuck, but they were jack. Until later on, I realized as I was older and started looking at the metrics of what they're working out, like the juices involved. And that's something I kind of want to throw a disclaimer, like these kids who are like young trying to get this physique, like you want to be there for the long haul. Let me,
0: let me tell you something. I have seen, I'm going to see a couple of things. I want you to understand my perspective. I was the only one working out at the time. None of my boys was working out. They were all naturally gifted. You know what I'm saying? So six packs. Brawlic as hell Trust me man I used to fight These dudes too Right Yeah So there was obviously No need for them To go to the gym But you gotta do Toothpick Like a hundred pounds At sixteen years old Yeah You know The only thing That's keeping me is You know I I will fight It's not like I'm gonna get pushed around And my homies is real Yeah You know I got Mac ties But I had to go to the gym Because uh, You know You try and get big You try and get strong You try and get a little Intimidating right Yeah 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 But
2: Trying to win the what, arms caduglary, you know, scare one, them before you want to fight you.
0: One thing is, like, these kids nowadays, right, they're exposed to too much without taking it on their own journey, okay. right? So a lot of these people that they're looking up to, yeah. right, is based off their aesthetics, right? And everything nowadays is instant gratification. We've yeah, put in years, definitely. right? I'm going to tell you something that I realized the other day. <coughs> I'm, starting to, I'm starting to notice a trend right now that every time people go to the gym, they have to take a picture, you got barely any workout videos from when you were younger. Don't cap.
2: Okay, look, no, no, no that's not true. Oh, I really? did have like, all right, when I first started working out, right, and I was just bullshitting, man. Like I did have some videos you could find them on Facebook when I was like 18, 19, trying to deadlift two and a half
0: plates. Jesus,
2: fucked up, fucked up motions, yeah. back old tweaking, back
0: gang, <laughs> QL gang, just, just squeezing your <laughs> cheeks together
2: and just trying to lift it. <laughs> you know, like I was doing that. But then when I moved and started working out, Dolphins—that's another gym next to the train station. That was a great gym. Met a lot of great bodybuilders, people who really gave me good, great advice. You know, um, that's when I started taking it seriously, and I would document it, like I would videotape myself. But not—this is before the era of TikTok and Instagram. Like Instagram was slowly coming on. This is when Facebook was still around, right? There wasn't really that form of people taping themselves, but I did take pictures to like, wanna be the guy to document my journey. But I don't think it's a bad thing when I see kids trying to like go to the gym well, and take a picture cuz I feel like you you might push a lot of haters to hate on you when you do it, but there's always that one person who sees your video or and picture they're real, and real. they're like, "Yo, I got to go to the gym."
0: So, I have a different perspective because I didn't go to the gym for anybody but myself. Yeah. And the thing with me is selfish. No I'm kidding. The thing with me is is like I was so skinny that the progress would be impossible to see. Sure. Does that make sense? Like, I showed you a video of me when I first opened up my gym. Yeah, yeah. I was so skinny and that is with, what, six plus years of working out? Yeah. You take a picture every day, you're never gonna see it. You know what I'm trying to say? So, that was like, the reason I didn't do it. And it was just solely yeah. for me. I don't give a shit. Like, I took videos here and there, sure, right? Yeah. But I got nothing really other than like, my picture of me with my boys when I was younger. But, the thing is like, since everything's so instant gratification, right? You're letting people in the world know that you're going to the gym. So you're kind of telling people, I'll give you an example. You start making uh, a little bit of money, you want to post it, right? Not everybody think you're rich. You got to keep going, trying to get more bag. You're not moving comfortably anymore. Okay, yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Keeping so, up with the Joneses. Yeah, keeping up with these it.
0: people. Like, do it for yourself. Like, Always. if you take a picture, keep it for yourself. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you get that confidence or whatever, cool, do your thing. Yeah. But going back to the original conversation, So many kids are inspired by these dudes on Instagram, right? And almost all these big highlight people are on these type of drugs. Yeah. PEDs, I think that's what you call them. Like, I don't study this stuff, right? Yeah. But PEDs, human growth hormones. That's why these guys are able to take such advantage. Think about the liver king. Yeah. That's my favorite example right now. We're
2: going to talk about him. There's (laughs) actually a great... Anybody else who wants to check it out? There's a great page called um, More Plates, More Dates. Where that guy he goes into detail of the PEDs and hop these performance yeah, like, enhancing drugs, yeah. I don't. People. I don't know
0: enough about it, but all I know is like the basic understandings of it because I don't train people into that level. Where, like, my niche is basic human functionality, yeah. Right? And I can take a bodybuilder to the next level. I could take a boxer to the next level. Yeah. Whatever, right? But when it comes to that element, you go to another specialist. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take care of that. It's yeah. too much for me to hold. That's too much information for what my What do you brain. think?
2: So PEDs, are, for people who are young, I think anywhere from the age of like 17, like 34, I think are yeah. just, it's just bad because your body is naturally producing testosterone. Well, I do cause, I
0: think if you take it orally, if I'm not mistaken. Liver right? problems. Thyroid. Thyroid issues. Thyroid issues. There's your thyroid, so all your hormones are through your thyroid. Yeah. So there's a lot of oral cancers that can come from that. Yeah. So...
2: My bad. And we are back. Sorry, another technical issue. But yes, yeah, so you were saying PEDs, people should go to a different individual if they're expecting those type of results. Not to mention if they want to use those things, right? Thyroid issues, health issues. Um, not to mention that thing is not sustainable for long terms. Like when you do get off the sauce, it's, the, it's called PCT, right? Post cycle training. And you can find thousands of videos on YouTube about people who do it and they'll give you their tricks and whatever. But there's a process. And a lot of young kids don't realize, or at least young athletes, they don't realize that some of those risk factors not only are they heightened, but they're heightened long term, forever. You can't turn yeah. it off after you start the juice. Yeah,
0: not only that, it's like your body stops producing certain things that it needs because it's getting it from an external source. Yeah, yeah. So now you're ultimately shortening some. You're shortening things that the human body naturally can do yeah by getting it from a outside source. Yeah. That's the huge drawback from like taking uh like you know uh trend, um test, all these other types of uh performing enhancing drugs. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. And I think professionals should be taking it, um, just given the amount of training they have to do, right? But yes, there's such a huge negative look on them. Yeah. Right. But these kids are pushing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, before it was like for the big boys. Now it's like, oh, you want to be a big boy quick. Yeah. Take this. And now you got kids with testosterone problems at like 28 years old. Because they started when they were young. Yeah. And we should be able to have them until late 30s, depending on our genetics and how you take care of yourself.
2: Yeah. You you know, it's interesting because there's, um, because, you know, I, I moved out to Long Island from Brooklyn and... In the the Jiu-Jitsu dojo that I go to, I met a lot of guys who were wrestlers in high school and college. And I used to ask them, like, man, you competed D2 or D1 or whatever, like, what was that experience like? And they all said, dude, every single guy at the college level who's wrestling are all taking something because they need to take it to keep up with the competitors. So now it's like, if you're going down that road professionally... Or if you want to achieve that level, you want to be a wrestler, you want to be in certain combat sports or certain sports in general. It's like if you want to be at the big level, you're gonna to have to take it because your competitor is taking it anyway. So there's that crossing of a decision that a, a young, I guess, athlete would have to make. Like, hey, you're not in high school now; you're going to college. But you're if you're at that level, like track and field or something,
0: like yeah. you know, they're all on yeah. it sometimes. Plus, like, no matter, there'll be a point where no matter how much you you train, sleep, eat. There's only so much you can gain out of that. Here's the magic thing that could push you instantly. Yeah. Why not take it? So let
2: me ask you, when you see someone like The Rock, right? And I, I love The Rock. I think The Rock is a not only is he a phenomenal story of a human, like what he went through, football, getting cut, becoming a phenomenal
0: actor. Look like the grown, biggest grown 13-year-old on planet Earth. Yeah, is.
2: and... Again, he changed. At least me watching him as The Rock growing up in WWE, Smoke WWF. The Rock is cooking. What? Like, I used to find it so entertaining. But now when you see his physique, you realize, like, that body is not achievable.
0: Nah. Absolutely not. Like, there's a certain limit, right? I get it if you're a built dude that's old. I've seen that, especially when like when I was a kid, right? But at The Rock's level, nah. Nah. See,
2: like, somewhat the Rock's level. I don't care if he's on
0: juice. I hope yeah, he is, but I don't know he if needs to be. But I don't know if he's saying that he is or not. I haven't studied it. But I if don't if he,
2: think
0: he's, if he's ever had. Like, if somebody asks him be, if you've done it, I don't think and he has says no. That. That's the red flag. But if he's just like keeping it in the grave. but I don't think he needs fine. to say it.
2: I don't think he should answer that question. To be honest, because now I got to play devil's advocate. There's a lot of kids out there who are like watching him, right? Like that dude's. He made an impact in a lot of people's lives. My life, many other people. I don't want to hear that guy tell me, yeah, I took.
0: in on it, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I'm smart well, enough, I'm <laughs> old enough, I know. But so, for the young kids, nah, I don't think they should ever hear him okay, say it.
0: You know, I'll give you a blessing to let that go by for The Rock, especially because of what he's Accomplished. had an impact on. is more than just physiques. Yeah. It's more about hope, being a good human. The Rock yeah. is probably the most charismatic, charming guy. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? That I agree with. But on the other flip side, bodybuilders. Like, man, we're old, though, right? So these kids won't know about, like, the Simeon Panda days. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Son, these guys, man. I mean, Simeon uh,
2: Panda, he's still pretty young. He just had a kid, I think. Bro,
0: he old. Are you kidding? Simeon, the guy yeah, on bro. Instagram? Yeah, bro, he is so roided up. I don't care what anybody says. Um. Yeah, he does not know. And he says natural he's, a, on, he's natural. Yeah, yeah, he like, come it. on, bro. You can't be that big and ripped at the same time year-round. Yeah. And the thing is that... I'll give you an example, because I'll be an example. When I was young, I used to look up to people like him, and I remember I wanted to look like Mike Rashid, right? You know who Mike Rashid is? C.T. flex. Phenomenal physique. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 These guys are all juiced out, and they tell me that they're all natural, right? Yeah, yeah. When you got a guy like me that's been putting up five years of pain straight, maybe a week off at the gym, and I'm not getting nowhere near like them, it destroys you saying, damn, I can never look like them. What am I doing wrong? Now you start getting body dysmorphia. Now you start to uh, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. Like me right now, I'm at my... I'm not my fattest, but I'm not my biggest, right? But I'm very happy because I let go of that part of my mind because this is what reality is. Yeah. Like, you work ho- so hard for something. You're putting in more work than some of these guys, yeah. but you're not getting there. Maybe your genes won't allow it. But mm-hmm. they telling you, "Oh, it's just hard work." Yeah. That's not how it is in this sport. True. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. Like, man, I'm Bengali. Let's keep it a buck, bro. Like, I know dudes that put in more work than OD people, right? And I'll say. If anybody worked hard, I'll come. I'll use myself. I didn't know anybody that was working out more than me when I was younger, and anybody'll tell you that, even from my high school. Yeah. Right. But these dudes is putting in all this pain, all this work, but they not getting that build, right? You could say it's genes, right? But then somebody with good genes will say, no, it's not genes. It's hard work. What's separating us? Yeah. That's What's true. separating us? Let's How much does
2: genetics play though? Because I feel I like genetics. I want to say everything. A, yeah. That's everything, a everything. Fact, bro. The, yeah. the
0: reason you're built so wide. Right? So built, right? Like you fill out your clothes a certain way. And the reason why I'm so big, lower body, you
2: genetics,
0: know, yeah. genetics, like, yeah. just keep it a buck. Like you yeah. talk about my legs, I talked about your shoulders. Yeah. No matter how much I worked out, my anatomy won't get as far spread as you, yeah. right? And no matter how much you might work out, your legs will never be as thick as mine. Yeah, right? it's
2: funny you say that because I've had uh, like a lot of Asian friends, you know, like Chinese, and these dudes always had phenomenal legs.
0: Like, did calves. Calf, calf muscles. muscles is the prime what? example of genetics.
2: Just ge- One of my boys, PC. Oh, his cat, he never did calves in his life. Oh my God. Let me jump in. I'm Size trying- of my head, bro. One of One my calf. most
0: beloved clients right now, never worked out calves. I don't think I've even had him do calf raises at my gym. And his calves, and I tell him all the time, are crazy. Crazy. It's amazing. I tell him how jealous I am sometimes. He complains about how muscular and big they are because he doesn't like that. But it's all genetics. So right. Wait.
2: So, I, I, I guess. Genetics
0: also play a role on how your body not only looks, but how it performs. Yeah. You might have some muscle fibers or things that are not connected well and weak, and then you'll start creating problems later on. But for somebody that's naturally more built, they won't have those issues. Yeah. Because their muscles just fire way better.
2: So, for let's say somebody who's trying to
0: get a good physique, right? Elite women ever.
2: I <laughs> are right, back. Uh, so, yeah, we were talking Technical about. Technical
0: difficulties number four. Yeah, number four. This, this ain't going to happen no more. Trust me, guys. Hopefully. Yeah.
2: Um, all right, so, yeah, we were talking about the muscle fibers and genetics, getting them to fire up if somebody, you know. But again, we were just talking about PEDs and how, like, you can mess yourself up if you take them early. You know, your body's going to function differently. You're going to have certain muscles. You're going to have endocrine issues. Um, and I, and this is one thing I definitely want to touch on was a lot of the guys that I knew who were taking the sauce, they wanted to take the sauce. Because they wanted to get a certain physique so they can get women, right? But a lot of them told me, man, like they had issues having their dick work. Like they were on the sauce uh-huh. and whatever happens, you know, the testosterone's boosted at a certain level. But when it came to actually using, it just, they weren't getting it in. It wasn't working. It wasn't turning on. It weren't, it wasn't, those systems were not firing. So that's another thing to think about if you're somebody who's thinking about going down that road of using... Any form of juice, any form of performance-enhancing drugs—like there is that other risk factor. Like you might be trying to attract a woman, then you get her, and then all of a sudden it's not working for you, and you're not being able to put in that work. You know? Yeah. Uh,
0: side topic to so kind of what you're saying. Um, it's funny because right now I'm studying EDs and why they happen. Right? And there's a multitude of things. Yeah. And that's like for a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But what you just said is definitely something that's common with people that. Take performance enhancing drugs, so that could happen. Yeah, but ED is a whole different subject. Just like training, Yeah. there's a whole lot of things going on that could cause that. Yeah, and it's not just one thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
2: but it definitely correlates to an extent. Like,
0: yeah, if you're if you're suffering from it. that, there's a chance that if you're doing those things, the PDs and all that other stuff, that you could have that problem as well.
2: Okay. Yeah, so. but we were talking about also um, like these aspiring. Instagram physiques like the liver king that's been the big thing that people were talking about online because yeah. that dude was going through this mentality of eating just raw meat yeah. saying this is what he does and he trains and now you find out that no that physique looked yeah. way too crazy
0: they're saying he had ab implants
2: yeah I didn't know that but I don't think oh, he has abs. I think he just was on a whole shit ton of juice yeah,
0: if you look at kind of like his breathing mechanics the way the the abs supposed to work when you breathe yeah it's just too blocky even if you look at like the finest bodybuilder, yeah. like sebum, yeah. even when he breathes, there's a softness to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his is just rock hard all the time. I, I'm. I i do not know anything. I don't do enough research. But you know, I stay away from the internet. Yeah. I'm in my own little bubble. and my own. Only time I leave my bubble for knowledge is when I'm actively looking for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Live a king. What a liar, man! He yeah. lied. You know, I don't want to hear none of his bullshit about it's for the young kids, blah blah blah. I mean,
2: look, that's what I want to be honest about. I think there's definitely a group of kids who he may have influenced.
0: Of course, but to now be... you're influenced as a liar.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it, it does suck that he came and it's out, not
0: like you 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 know you you got caught. It's not like you did like you told people that you were natural. You were natural. Bullshit. It's yeah, one thing if yeah. you said. If you ain't say nothing. Yeah. But you actively kept saying, I'm natural. I'm yeah. natural. I'm and natural. Like, let's be real, man. Like now yeah. you're a straight up liar. I yeah. can't trust you with nothing. So that's that's just it is what it is. And I'm not gonna give him no like justification on what he did. Like, I'm not gonna say anything that's okay. I'm not even gonna help him one bit because yeah. you lied to the people.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm not a fan of liars. And yeah. especially if you have an impact on people, keep it real. Yeah. I'm not gonna be a fan of that. I don't so- I don't wanna tolerate that.
2: So so, let's talk about rest, right? We got the training down. I think that's very important. I think we start with those five basic motions, right? And then, um, you know, add that to your day to day, three four times a week.
1: Sure.
2: How how important is rest? Like, how many Everything. days do you think a person should take off? Or What Look, should the break be like? If let's say seven normal days. Normal people. Normal people, you have nine to five. Seven days, you can work out, right? In those seven days, you can get an hour in somehow. How many days should you rest? Feel
0: like your body feel like your training depends on what you're training for guys like you and me we could train a lot more than these newer guys right yeah but if you're just starting up take rest accordingly you'll get more tired out by the new level of exhaustion and stress that your body's taking on so, so you should always take the amount of rest that you need and you never undervalue it
2: so uh, like again so let's say you're somebody starting new right Should you make your goals... Because this is one thing I want to... I definitely want to... When we get off this, I want someone to listen to this and think this is how I'm going to start, right? New year. New year. Sure. I'm going to go online. I'm going to find five of those mechanics that you mentioned, right? Those exercises. I'm going to add that to my day-to-day workouts on my two, three-day break, whatever it is. But let's say this person wants to work out, right? They want to do those movements, those five compound exercises. What should this split be like? They have seven days. Should they do... One day on, two days on, one day off, then two days on, one day off? Or should it be... What's a traditional way to start before you can start changing it into your day-to-day?
0: That's tough, man. I'll be honest with you. That's such a crazy... There's so many answers. All of them are good, right? Optimally, if you're brand new to this stuff and your mechanics is right and you're doing everything correctly, which is like my biggest thing, it's like you have to do it right. And I can go into that more later about why it's important to work out correctly and do the right movements for your body. Yeah, But... I would tell them, like, yo, do it in a way where it's, like, do whole body so your cardiac health is a little bit better. Do one day good. Take a day or two so you're fully recovered and do it again. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with following the same regimen. Like, let's say you have this one day laid out for you. You do that regimen three times a week, it's still fine. Okay. It's still stress and adaptation to the body. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's you, my beliefs on it.
2: You, you ever heard about the split, like, upper body push and pull like yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. what do you think about the push and pull thing? Like, do you think that's a good way to do a, a routine? Like, have a push day, then have a pull day.
0: Look, any routine is if it's done right, it's good. Push pulls are great. Five by fives are great. Bro splits are great. They just just make sure they they're right for you. Yeah, that's honest to god. That's what it is. Like, you see the universal answers. Just move, 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 move. Work out right. Move. Recover well. Move. That's yeah. it. That's how you progress forward in life. Okay. I don't have any controversial programs I could think off at the top of my head. So
2: let's say a person just wants to start. You would say, do what's best. Do those push-pull if you want to do it. Five reps, sets, you could do that.
0: I would never say do five in the beginning. Okay, so... Not enough stimulus. Especially if you're pushing... You're not touching heavy weights when you perfect. start.
2: Perfect. Fair enough. You're no right. You're not, you're not touching heavy weights. You gotta learn okay. that. So, so let's say we start. This person started. They work out. I, like, I like to do three days on, one day off. Three days on, one day off. Because... I lift weights and then I do jujitsu with it my joints are killing me I need that yeah, your break, middle yeah. day but usually that day that I'm off I'm not really not training I still go to the gym because I love recovery. yeah I love, I love to go to the sauna but I'll do something like dead hangs Yeah, I'll, I'll do traps You know, sure. calf muscles I'll do a little yeah. bit of hamstrings just, just to throw an extra muscle in there but my off day I go to the sauna. Like I think the sounds, sauna that's amazing. is amazing. If
0: you have the ability to go, that's. Amazing. I go every
2: every day almost to the sauna. I think the sauna is an amazing thing, and that's something that I stress to people. Like, if you are have if you have a gym membership that has a sauna, try to use that, if you can, before working out, just to get a little sweat going. But definitely after, like after, after you finish working at, out,
0: you release growth hormones, you release a lot of stuff. In how your much
2: body. how much time do you think is optimal to be in the sauna for?
0: It varies. Everybody tolerates sauna differently. Um, so I'd say at least like 8 to 10 to 15 minutes. Is okay. Ideal after your workouts. Yeah. Good. Eight, 8 to 15 yeah. is
2: really the numbers that I stick to as well. Yeah. I go and from then, 8 and I try to get to 15. 15 is my, fi- I've done 20, but I think 20 is just a little, I would, little
0: too much. not only that. It's like, it's also good for your pores to sweat everything out. Right. And then, you now it's an extreme. You could be a guy like me. I don't sweat. And you've seen this firsthand. We've been to the gym. We've been there for two hours. My forehead's a little damp and my body's calm and cool and dry. Like, I don't, like, I don't know if it's going to sound weird, I don't have BO, I don't have body odor, and that's a fact. Anybody that knows me, I've never smelled, right? I don't even wear deodorant when I go to the gym. I don't wear deodorant, period. As my father, my mother, me and my mom just have this ability where we don't sweat and we don't stink, ever, right? I went on a bike ride for like three hours before and I'm just like dry and I have no BO. And it sounds crazy, I was put on clothes and I'll be out, right? But I'm very hygienic, I just wanna make that very clear. I'm extremely hygienic, right? I go to the sauna after I work out, I need to be in there at least Eight minutes before my pores can open up to sweat. I'm getting a sweat in like you maybe after 13 minutes in post workout. So that's where the difference is. Okay. But the benefits are still the same, but you want to sweat.
2: What about ice baths? You think ice baths are good?
0: Oh my god. Like, I haven't studied ice baths, and, and we live in, like, we live in what? We live in New York City. There's a lot of things that are not accessible, right? Because yeah. it's so cramped up. Yeah. But ice baths are good because it's like, think about it like almost like instant recovery for your body because your blood is circulating releasing all that lactic acid buildup in your body it's amazing and i know you're a fan of joe rogan and i'm a fan of him as well it's like doing the sauna ice bath mechanics i don't know it too well and that's something that's almost impossible to do in new york city unless you have your own sauna and ice bath setup.
2: yeah i mean this i've seen some makeshift ice baths where someone just gets a bucket yeah yeah but it still works you know what i mean but
0: it's like you can't Expect that to do at a regular gym. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's true. I've seen people ghetto it in the sense of, like, cold-ass shower back in the sauna, cold-ass shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I've seen that that in the gym a lot. A lot of guys do that. They take a cold... A lot of the older guys, they'll take a cold shower, then go back in the sauna for 10 minutes, go back, take a cold shower, come back.
0: Yeah, maybe the the benefits of whatever Joe Rogan or these guys are doing, but maybe at a lesser extent, but the benefits are the same. Yeah, there's a a lot of
2: research on those... um, They've done some studies, and they said that sauna overall gets rid of, like, certain health um, ailments and issues as you get older. But you got to keep that consistency. Something to do yeah. with the heat chakra proteins and all this other yeah, stuff. I wouldn't know too much about that. Yeah. I, I just, honestly, the the main reason I, I like to go to the sauna is because, um, like, I've watched a lot of interesting documentaries. But I would say one of the ones that really, like, made me, like, push myself in the sauna was um, this documentary called Choke. And it's about Henzo Gracie, and he talks about how when he was younger... In jiu-jitsu, he would roll himself up in carpet. Like, in the real carpet, he'll just roll himself up in it. He'll be hot, sweating, claustrophobic, and he'll be panicking. But he would do that to make himself comfortable and confident when he's in the gi fighting somebody. So then he knows what that pressure, that moment feels like. So when you're in the sauna and you're, and you're sweating, you're like, oh, I want to get out of here. To me, it gives you that resilience of having that body heat, feeling that pressure, that
0: sweat. discomfort
2: discomfort
0: yeah. yeah yeah listen who who has the most hustle people that have struggle and discomfort right this is another element of it yeah in terms of training yeah and recovery so yeah you gotta withstand it and unfortunately your cell phone's not going to work at like a 130 degree thing correctly yeah you know what i'm trying to say so there's another element to it get uncomfortable that, that's the
2: other thing i wanted to ask so keeping with this element of lifting weights and working out and getting a healthier physique, I got a gym playlist, right? Where I tap into certain music.
0: And it just, it just that's, turns you I'm, on, in, I'm yeah. in
2: zone mode one. Gotcha. Just you going through it. that way. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to podcasts or, like, or audibles. I listen to a book and I'll just be like picking up elements, but I'm like working out. Now, I have tried working out without music. It is... It's not as fun, I would say, because you're not you know, bopping your head. You're not yeah, feeling the movement. Around, yeah, right. But I think you definitely feel a different form of mental body connection because there's so much more focus. So do you think it's beneficial for someone starting out to do that as a go-to or should no. they just, just get in I think, there? I
0: think just get it in however you want. Music is good. There will be times where, like I'll give you an example. I'm tired of music. I hate music if you know me like I don't listen to music on my off time whatsoever at home there's no music playing like I only have music in my studio and that's it even when I'm at like when I assume like I'm gonna work out right I don't think I'll use music because it's just a distraction there'll be times where you might want to use music times that they're tired of your music music nowadays is in my opinion not as not as quality so you get tired of them really quickly Right, So there'll be moments, whatever gets you in your zone, in your headspace, I have clients that have their own playlist that they they need me to play or else it's not going to be as like of a greater workout, right? But a plus okay. is a plus regardless.
2: So, okay, perfect. And then, so let's talk about diet, right? Like we Obviously, we can spend all day on the specifics of it, but let's just break it down to three meals. Do you think it's optimal for someone to have three meals as part of their cycle of meals, having breakfast, lunch, dinner, or should they break it into two meals? Some people are big about the one meal thing like you should Condition yourself to eat one meal because it makes your stomach shrink. You force yourself to intermittent fast. Correct. So what do you think is
0: I think I I agree with you? Like I understand what you're asking and as somebody that has studied nutrition Like I'm, I'm nutrition certified, right? Whatever that means, right? But I also understand lifestyle and realistic expectations of the normal people Right, And I've taken my nutrition studies to a more realistic approach as opposed to here's what you got to eat, blah, 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 blah. It's all based off of what you can sustain. I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. Love that stuff. Autophagy, cleaning your body out, insulin regulation. I love that. But then there's some people that just can't do it. They can eat three meals that are beneficial for them, let them have it, but that needs to be the norm. right? People that are usually like, I've had mad people that are like, I'm mad big, I have so much weight on me. But I only eat once a day. That's not your normal. Mm-hmm. There's other things that we're not considering. There's, there's so much filler in that one answer. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's based off of what you can do and a healthy moderation of it. Like somebody that does intermittent fasting, let's say, right? He can eat a crazy amount of food in that one sitting and it's okay. Right? But you can't have that, cra- like that, that crazy amount of food. is not probably going to be the healthiest. You can't have that divided into three and expect the same results. Or one day it's three meals, one day it's one meal. It's not, gonna, it's not how it works. Yeah. So in terms of nutrition, just have a realistic expectation of what you can and can't do. Make sure your discipline takes over when you want to cave. That's the biggest thing.
2: So and do you think, because we're all going to fight that devil of temptation, right? 100%. You got The Rock with his cheat meals on Sundays, which are phenomenal. Do you think walking into this new year, right? Because we're going to walk into the new year, right? This is that person. And I'm just trying to think whoever that guy or girl, whoever it is who's going to listen to this, they walk in there. Their realistic expectation is to change their day-to-day, right? So let's say they say, all right, I want three meals. I'm going to start with three meals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, right? Nutritious, hopefully. Not too high on sugars and carbs. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No idea. How
2: many should they have a cheat meal once a week or every other week in terms of planning for this new year
0: realistic expectations if I told them they can't have their favorite food once a week that just sounds ridiculous what I would my, my coaching method is if they have a weakness carbs pizza you name it you could have it three times a week you decide when but that three times your limit Makes Sense
2: and then you slowly cut off from there.
0: We'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. Everything's tailored, nothing's one. That's the funny thing about health and fitness and training and all this stuff. It's everything is so sold as like this one thing can work for you. There's only certain things that could work scientifically. Like, interim fasting works, I don't care what anybody says, yeah, right. But that's just like the one of the very few things that'll work, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. all the time, yeah. So that's the perspective, is you got to see the person's psychology and how it works. As I said, everything is tailored. I haven't done my business to the point where I'm training masses yet. And if I did, nutrition wouldn't be something where I'm telling each... You'd have to book that in a separate note. I can give you the, the foundations, the breakdowns of what you should look out for, which is universal, right? Like not eating too late, um, liquid calories, whatever it is. That's universal. But in terms of the breakdown somebody's somebody's body could react differently to something else so I follow you know what I mean yeah so everything has to be tailored okay you're totally different like you see the way you eat and how like you eat terrible right who eats worse than you just nobody me oh yeah I eat way worse than you (laughs) that's true I eat worse than most of my clients right Right. but I built my way to the point where it's actually beneficial for me but if I was to do this years ago it wouldn't have worked yeah actually years ago I could have eaten way worse and gotten away with it because I was so slim but you say that to somebody that hasn't worked out. Man, I've had clients come in on me in my studio while I'm eating Popeyes. And they're like, wow, the gym smells great. North Popeyes. Like, Why are you smelling that stuff? Popeyes, sponsor us. <laughs> no.
2: Hello, Popeyes. <laughs> no,
0: I'm going to die. You know what I'm trying to say?
2: Oh, you know what? So this is, this, this is something I definitely want to talk about. Because we're talking about a lot of health. And a lot of people are going to watch this. They're probably going to hear the hookah in the background. They're going to have their comments. So I definitely want to touch on this because I think I'm this I'm only is, doing it because it's your tradition. Yeah, for sure. It's culture. Um and this is very important because I've had this conversation with a lot of people especially when it comes to health fitness jiu jitsu yoga all that stuff they all come back to what are you doing on your off days what are you doing when you relax you know everybody has a taboo everybody has what they like to do that's considered bad right so when people talk about hookah right especially people who aren't as educated with the culture of hookah right I'm not going to go into deep dive of it but Pretty much what you're smoking is flavored tobacco, right? Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of nicotine in there, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I've seen this going around the internet a lot. I've seen these conversations with young kids. I've seen this conversations with older adults where they say, yeah, if you look at a, a hookah, like we've been, we've been talking for over an hour now, right? We've been smoking this hookah, right? Someone would say, you, you smoke a hookah, one hookah is equivalent to like 70 cigarettes or some nonsense number. That's what they go off of, right? And I always tell these people, like, you got to understand, like, we're smoking the hookah for the smoke and the flavor, right? But when someone smokes one cigarette, they're not smoking for the flavor or for yeah, that taste, right?
0: There's, an, there's a deeper purpose. Yeah, so you there's... You could have this podcast without the hookahs.
2: Exactly, but there's also something else what people don't consider when they compare two things. The amount of carcinogens. Okay. A, a hookah has three, where a single cigarette has 3,000, all right? And if you think about the long-term usage, I mean, people have been smoking hookah for centuries, right? Hundreds and hundreds of years, it's been part of cultures all over the Middle East, South Asia, everywhere. Cigarettes contains things that was never part of the system, a hundred, or maybe they were in some ways, but not the way they're made now, with all these artificial things. And we know that that leads to cancer and leads to other mouth diseases, all these issues. So... I'm going to throw a disclaimer first. I, I I don't think you should smoke hookah until you're at least like 22, 21 minimum. Because I don't think... I just think you want your lungs and your body to get to a certain level with nothing fucking it up. Same thing with drinking. Like, like I know you could drink when you're 21. I think you should wait till you're 24, personally. Because your liver, your body, just in general.
0: I don't think you should drink at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, look. I But... I'm not against people drinking. Dr- yeah, not at all. Yeah, if you that's want to, just that's just our to you. beliefs right now. Yeah, right? like I personally don't drink. Even when I was a promoter, I didn't really like the drinking concept of it because I realized like, what am I going to the gym killing myself, and then I take a sip of this shit and it's like 300 calories in one glass. On top of that, it's destroying my liver. You know how important the liver function is for bodybuilding <sighs> and for physique and for diet. Absolutely. So you when when you have this information, it's like a video game. You start seeing everything like this is poison. This is not going to help me. So, like, I'm not going to tell somebody, yeah, hookah's great for your health. It's fantastic. Yeah, just smoke hookah and go run a marathon. No. But what I will say to somebody, when you're comparing things, make sure you take the time to look at all the facts. Don't just let someone's clever way of coercing information Correct. and telling you. So, you know, like, that's the big thing about when they compare cigarettes to hookah. I just want people to be aware. Like, there's a big game that's involved in people trying to convince you to use cigarettes because cigarettes are quick. You smoke one in five, six minutes. Yeah. Oh, you burn through they have them. The stuff, vape Va- pens, and yo, man, don't they get up, me started. Man,
0: bathrooms, man. Oh, man. I things, see these 16, these 17 kids, year old kids bro, at the bus stop. What, school, are man. what are y'all doing? Bro, what are y'all doing?
2: What are y'all doing? Man,
0: I got people like I've seen, like, they can't go out. Or like a couple minutes by taking a puff or something.
2: And that's I'm wild. there's nothing wrong with it, yeah.
0: when did you start? Let's be yeah. real. And what caused you? Your influence, your surroundings. But we're not talking about that as much, are we? Right? You know, they
2: say statistically, ninety percent of cigarette smokers were cigarette smokers at the age of eighteen and under. Like they started before eighteen and they were already then like hooked. So after eighteen, it doesn't matter. They're gonna be hooked for life. Ninety percent. So like that's something kids should just think about. Like of these people out there are hooked when they're at your age. So you should know that once you start any of the shit at that. and like now we don't have the figures yet for the the vapes but I just think like even when it comes to smoking weed like I'll smoke the flower but I don't touch the oils because I feel like we don't have enough information about it yet. That's first. And second, that type of stuff lingers. stays in your system. It doesn't dissolve the way you think. People think you just get the high but like you don't have all the facts yet, man. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't know, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah just, you a,
0: just a quick disclaimer. I have never done any drugs in my life. I have never drank in my life. Um, I've done all that stuff. <laughs> but the beauty yes. is now you can get somebody else's perspective because I've studied these things yeah. to a certain extent in terms of the health correlations, right? And you're speaking to somebody that has never done it yeah. and that somebody has worked with people, trainers, being a director, whatever, yeah. that do it on the regular, right? So you're getting the best of essentially both answers yeah one extreme is me and the extreme extremes I've met people and we know people that are addicted to this stuff now yeah. stop yeah like, sad yeah yeah it's pretty extreme man. yeah man
2: I mean I've met people who are like addicted to liquor like they would drink oh, yeah, a full yeah, bottle know. of vodka
0: they can't sleep without it
2: they can't they, well it's not even that they can't function without drinking beer and that's the other thing about alcohol like alcohol is one of those substances you just cannot stop cold turkey your body will go into shock
0: Oh yeah, yeah you I can't.
2: But like, like marijuana, like, like I know, like I've, I've definitely done those cleanses where I haven't smoked for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. You get a new job, you got to pass a drug test. Like, I'm sure a lot of people done that. Um, by the way, the trick is nicotinamide. I'm sorry, niacinamide. You take that for about two and, and half a like, half weeks. I'm just hell? telling anybody who has to take a drug test that that's the trick. You take niacinamide, right, and it, it, it makes your Pretty much, your blood vessels like dilate and you sweat, you feel itching, you're burning, but you do that for two weeks, you don't smoke and you just do a lot of cardio, you will sweat I'll everything out, out, and you will pass every drug test and that's really what like that's what works but um but yeah, in general, like I always tell people when it comes to like any type of thing, wait to a certain age so my like and I got lucky like I, I was so lucky man, I knew drug dealers when I was seventeen i've seen the effects of people taking pills and coke and i seen what they turned into when i was young i used to be like damn they fiend it it's it's 10 degrees outside freezing and they are trying to meet this drug dealer trying to get this drug like i never want to be that guy outside waiting for a dealer like oh my god i need this and just seeing that at a young age shocked me like yo i don't want to touch well, yeah, that stuff well,
0: listen you know what's the scary part is like i'm on the same boat as you right like <laughs> like all the all the horrific shit you can ever imagine man i've seen oh, i can't even say that this is, I don't know if the statute of limitations work, but I've seen some shit, and I've known people that have done some shit. Back in the day, you kind of had to go out of your way to get this type of stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. you knew it was wrong because you had to hide. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? But now it's so easily accessible, and more importantly, like, it's pushed.
2: More dealers out like, there, man. Like, when
0: we was younger, like, we still listen to, like, what, 50 Cent and all these guys, right? Yeah. it's just street stuff, like, you know, fighting, you know, shooting, sure, why not, right? But now it's about, like, yo, get high, get drunk. Everything is... More about. Let's, I mean, let's let's get you into looking that, cool.
2: That element of doing drugs, it was there, even but not as time. in your
0: face as now. Let's that's be only because
2: I think of social media, man. But that's the point. Yeah. The,
0: who look? Social media is one of the biggest curses. Yeah. They're influencing these kids. You could be the greatest parent on earth. There's no way your kids are not going to see this stuff. Yeah. Very you know true. So you got to educate them ahead of time. Yeah. And it is what it is, man. Like I've. You see, you see some crazy shit yeah. now, like and especially from like we're at the like the perfect age. Both of us were, we've seen the y- older generation, we've seen our generation, and we've seen the younger generation. Yeah, right? and it's like older generations this way. We are in like the fine middle, and then the younger generation is just like out of control.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, like
0: Not I out also control, believe, but you know, they're there's just some wild shit. They're just more open to things without yeah. realizing the repercussions.
2: I also think like. Kids who are born in like, like I was born in 89, so I figure like kids who were born in like the 95, 90 babies, 90 babies, 80s baby, last <laughs> year, the 80s baby, yeah, I, grandpa. <laughs> but, um, I, I like when I see the kids who are like born in 96, 2000, okay. right? Let's mm-hmm. say 2000, sure, because they're in, nah, like old in 2000, like 2002, whatever they like in their 20s, yeah. teens, whatever, 2007. Like, when I see these kids, um, they're exposed to a lot more at a higher, faster level, earlier level than we were. 100%. I mean, I didn't see any of this nonsense when I was in eighth grade. And I was a crazy kid in eighth grade, you know? And when I went out to high school. Thank God we didn't have this shit because now I see why kids would, like, first thing they just pull out their phone when something bad's happening, you know? And, like, everything's for yeah, instant they're gratification. Not or on...
0: They're not cherishing themselves, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's... Yeah. I'll give you uh, one of the best things I've seen on the internet. It's like back in the day, girls used to go outside crying if they nudes got leaked. Now they're selling them for $3.99. <laughs> and I'm, the trying to say. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. yo, like, bro, like, I, I get it. Like, I remember back in the day, like, pff, man, some crazy shit. Like, you had, like, some, I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of right now on the top of my head, but, like, you had, like, this self respect. Not saying that's disrespectful to do that type of things, right? But it's like there was, like, this barrier. Well, I want to ask
2: you that though. That's the very real. All right, so we're both single guys. I'm not here to judge no woman, right? Me personally, I speak for myself first. Sure. If I meet a woman and she's dropped that gorgeous, right? She's mm-hmm. whatever background doesn't matter. But then she tells me she has the OnlyFans to me. It's automatic. I'm out okay. because to me, it means like you're willing to go down this road but I have to know specifics, like, because there's some girls who I have met in New York who literally go online and they sell, like, pictures of their feet and I'm shit. I to say that, yeah. yeah. They're good women, too.
0: Yeah. They're good women. They that a bag.
2: I, I guess, like, there's something out there for everybody. There's a fetish sure. for everyone. Yeah, right? Some guys want to see just bra straps, some weird shit. Sure. So, if, like, I guess we're kind of picking and choosing what is considered, like, taboo on OnlyFans for a woman yeah, yeah. and a man, right? A man can have one too, right? Probably just yeah. not that many I was thinking about doing one. I was definitely thinking about doing one.
0: Yeah.
2: Stripping for fat ladies only. $7.99. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> the fat ladies pay really good, right? <laughs> and they give you extra for dinner later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but Yo. So, so to me, if I find out, right? Let's say, uh-huh. I, you know, we have a conversation with this girl, da, 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 da. And she's asking me, yeah, well, I make money. I'm like, what do you do? marketing, da, 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 and then from there, she says, oh, by the way, I also have OnlyFans where I post like videos of me twerking, not naked, but I'm just wearing a bra and a panties and I'm just twerking on the camera for my f- 220, 30, whatever amount of followers. Sure. Right? She says that to you. like Me personally, right there, I'm like, All right, um, it was great meeting you. Do you got friends? Because <laughs> I'll talk to your friends. Maybe you got a hot friend. But like right there, it's like, if that's how you're getting your money to me, to me, it's like also like dating a stripper. Like, I'm not against it, but I know strippers. I've met strippers. They're nice ladies. But like toxic environment, you're going to pretty much be dealing
0: you're with. You're exposed to a lot. Making a lot. that your norm.
2: Yeah, and as a man or a woman, depending on who's doing the job, like it's right. stressful. Mm-hmm. So for you, like, is that like...
0: Look, you're, you're talking to the... Look, <laughs> you know who you're talking to, man. I'm a very traditional guy. Like, I, I don't really flirt with women. Right. You never see me go up to a woman on the street, be like, yo, hey, how are you? You know, I think it's disrespectful. It's come from my household. Right. So for a guy like me, I can say comfortably that I'm a traditional guy and that's kind of what I want. I'm very I'm I'm just trying to get married, trying to find a good, wholesome woman that I could get along with, build an empire with. And boom. So and traditional I, I, women? I want I want somebody that's more. Not like a hijabi, but more Whole like song. covered up. Like, I'm like, look, people think of me and they're like, oh, you're built. I haven't worn a tank top in how long? Yeah. Right? And it's not even that. It's, it's just because it's I just don't want to reveal my body too much, right? When I was younger, I would never take off my shirt when I had abs for people. No, that was just for my validation, for me. I could care less. Okay. So that's, so in regards to what you're saying- I would steer away from it. I wouldn't judge. I'd keep them as a friend, okay. right? Even if they hit all my criterias, it's just the type of children I want, the type of children I want to raise, you know, you have to set the example.
2: So then the other thing I was going to ask you was, okay, so let's say, we've all right, we know this person. That's a no. Now you got this other girl, right? Because a lot of things, especially nowadays, dating in New York, dating in general, yep. it's, it's difficult. It's yes, ridiculous. It's definitely difficult because... I also think it's difficult because there's so many options for everybody. Like, yeah. everybody has instantly, like, everybody this, knows everybody too. This is the first time in history. This is why it's a great time to be alive. Like, every day the world is moving forward, technology is changing. You've never had a moment in your life in history where you could connect with somebody across the world. You could literally be swiping in another country. Like, if yeah, you have I'm a talking fetish,
1: talking yeah,
2: <laughs> you so, got a, yeah, you got a fetish for a certain type of girl in a certain country, you could swipe. In that country, you couldn 't do that before, so I think now it's it 's like it muddies the water a little bit, you know,
0: yeah,
2: a lot of options, a lot of things happening. but let me ask you let 's say going down this road of like just dating social media, you meet a woman she 's talking to you or whatever, right and let 's say you never checked her Instagram, nothing, you just met her physically, you guys had a conversation, mutual friends, whatever i don 't know you get to her information, and now you guys. Walk away, you both have each other's contact, right? Instagram and phone number. You check her Instagram page. Earlier, I said, What if there was a girl who only fans who's twerking? That's, that's a no no, right? What if she's one of these girls who's like into fitness, right? But she's posting these pictures and videos of her in the gym working out, right? And we've seen these girls in the gym working out. Same thing with dudes who are tank tops or like no top at all. They're flexing, ripped abs. You. you got a girl. I don't post nothing like that. But she could. I could, but it's not my thing. I like yeah. to hide my shit. But, yeah. um. Now. Now, yeah, <laughs> I was wild when I was younger. That's why I can't blame him. But to me, it was more for like just, just, just because it made me feel good and to was fun. know that I had it that. Was fun, it was bro. fun, bro. It was fun. It
0: was for you, man. Yeah, like, you know, you'd be clowning about and yeah. take it so serious. And, and, and
2: when I was doing that, I had a girlfriend too, so it was wild. But um, if you see a girl who's posting pictures of herself wearing like the gym outfit, right, sure. and it could be anything, but let's say she's wearing short, short booty shorts, sure. great physique, right, slim cut sports bra, you see her abs. And she's posting that in her page. Is that something that's for you, traditional dude? Does that turn off where you're like, yo? No, it depends on the woman, man. Okay.
0: It, as I said, like if she's doing it for herself.
2: So it's deeper than just the picture. It's yeah, more. Man, you I'm get all to-
0: about. I'm all about like. I'm all about like personality, the type of person that you are. I'm all about that. You know what I mean? Like if you're somebody that just validates themselves through like their fitness, right? i'm okay with that like that's not gonna bother me you just gotta know where your head is at right but if you're the type of person where you seek validation from uh confirmation from other people you're beautiful damn blah 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 blah. that's not something i'm not going to be really attracted to okay does that make sense because i could be saying the same thing that this person is saying and it won't have as much weight Mm. right yeah because i'm your partner now or whatever but it's not the same okay people tell me all the time man you look great blah blah it's, it's nice to hear and you've heard especially when we were younger right oh you got a great build that's great thank you I appreciate you that but um, th- that's all it is like it's not going to get me excited I'm not going to be like oh my god like you see that what you know said? that's
2: that's something very interesting because like when you start first start lifting right especially when you're younger you go through this journey chasing a physique then you get to a certain level you kind of realize when you maintain a certain level that like you forget where you're at Like, when I look myself in the mirror, I don't really see what other people see. You say the same. Every day you would ask me, yo, do I look brolic? And I'm like, yeah, bro. But, like, so, like, that self, I guess, realization, like, hey, look, your physique looks good. I guess people start to lose that once they start hitting certain goals. Like, oh, they want the next challenge, the next challenge. Then they just become accustomed to a certain physique that they have, Or maybe they
0: just forgot how they look. You okay. Know, you, Where they started you, like, from. I'll give you an example. If I saw, apparently, from what other people tell me, if I saw a dude that was exactly built like mine, I'm like, damn, dude's crazy. That's the ideal look. But I don't see that in myself. But that's the beauty of this. You yeah. can't get too comfortable. Can't get comfortable. That's yeah. the biggest thing. You get comfortable, you failed. Yeah. That's the same thing with any business. It's always growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just don't let it become toxic and take over your life. That's okay. the biggest takeaway. Hopefully that made sense. Yeah, yeah.
2: So let me ask you for, um, I guess, getting comfortable. It's very important to break those places where you're just like set and you want to go beyond it. So it goes back to talking to the women, right? You said something interesting. said traditionally, it's, and I, I, I personally feel like this has had an effect on me as a kid as well with the brown culture, South Asian culture, where we're kind of told to stay away from the other sex, right? Keep your distance, religious backgrounds, whether you're Muslim christian whatever religions are in that vicinity of the south asian world but it's not really like like i love bollywood right i love bollywood as a kid i used to idolize it like i used to always think as a child that when you find the girl right the heroine and i'm the hero you're gonna find a majestic way to have a connection it'll be like the forces of the world are gonna connect you together right it doesn't happen you got to kind of go out of your way and introduce yourself to this person mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
2: and get into the reality. But in our culture, it's not really, like, spoken about. Like, I don't yeah. remember my father telling me or my mother, like, hey, this is how you walk up to a woman. Mm-hmm. Approach her. If you like her, you like her family, you know. Like, the thing that I was told as a kid, and I grew up in, you know, a very religious Islamic household. It was whenever you find a woman or you think a woman's attractive, you have the parents have a conversation So it's considered halal for y'all to date, quote unquote, right? Yeah. So I guess with that dynamic, with the kids who are growing up here in America, right? In England, in the worlds where they're away from that, I guess, influence, that diaspora, like they're away from it, they're more in a more open environment. Talk about that. Like, Do you think that's something that as we get older, like me, I want to encourage young kids to shoot their shot, right? Again, I want the intention to be different because when I was growing up, like, like I know when I was young, like, I, would, I just wanted to talk to girls, right? And I didn't lose my virginity until I was, like, 20-something, you know? And it took me a while to be, like, confident enough to realize I'm not going to hell. Like, I used to think, I grew up very religious, like, you're going to burn in... Fucking hell. Yeah. So whenever I would like a girl, I would never even think beyond holding her hand. You know? Yeah. Now I'm older, it's completely different. You okay. know, got a couple of bodies. But <laughs> I was kidding. But you know, like now with this approach, you're older in life. And that block, like you see a pretty woman on the street. It's like weird. Like it's like a bridge. Even for me, like it's a wall I gotta cross. Like yeah. introduce yourself, talk to her, say hi to her. And I feel like now these young kids who are growing up into this world who are in their 20s like what should they think about how should they approach the situation shouldn't they break that mold and be able to have that confidence to introduce themselves even if it's a girl who is from the same south asian background it's not it's not spoken about but i feel like it's something yeah. that we should encourage
0: i i understand where you're coming from because like i didn't grow up in a very traditional household i like grew up in a Mom and my my house is a different wall. Yeah, you know how I grew up. Yeah, right? yeah. My parents was the, shout uh, to your parents. Yeah, best parents on planet Earth. Right, been ble- That's the only blessing God has given me. That can never take for granted. Right, but I feel like there's a big disconnect because as somebody that speaks to a lot of people from a different mindset, right. There's a big disconnect, like you said. Like guys don't know how to approach women. Women don't know how to, I guess, accept certain things, right? And that's a problem. Because then you create a you create this, like, you don't know what's going to happen, right? So I feel like there's something that needs to be changed because this is America. It's a different world. Like, it's not like how it is back home, right? Even back home has changed now, right? So they need to have that conversation because then they set the narrative for what the game plan should be in their head. Okay. As opposed to they're figuring it out. And now it's become where it's like, oh, I like that girl. I just want her for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Does it make sense? Because yeah. there's nothing really taught up upon it mm-hmm. too well. So I feel like a lot of it comes from the household. Yeah. And yeah.
2: I also think, you know, I think you and I are very lucky because our parents, though they're traditional, they're also very, very understanding of this reality. They're real humans.
0: Yeah. They realize
2: what's happening out there. They realize the opportunities. Shout out to Saad's parents
0: too. I love like my parents as well.
2: My parents are funny. They used to think like there's a girl out there who's perfect, quote unquote, right? But then as reality hits you and you get older, you realize there's no such thing as perfect. But
0: my mother's perfect.
2: But your mom and dad and my parents also I feel they're very open to, like, other backgrounds coming in. They're not, like, blocked off of, like...
0: To a certain extent. It varies on the... Your family dynamic is very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how, but your family's, like, very... For Pakistani people, like, from what I've seen, like, Pakistan only. Yeah, so Pakistan... You know, I'll I'll
2: just touch on that real quick. So, um, And Bengalis. Yeah, I'll say, like, I think the South Asian diaspora, people who came from that world, right? The families who are traditionally mindsets, who have traditional mindsets like my parents, they want to continue that generational... Tradition,
0: language. Yeah, the,
2: that whole concept of like, I'm brown, my wife's brown, guy's girl, they both, you know, whatever. They want to maintain that same family value concept, right? Yeah. And they believe that's only possible if you find the person from the same background.
0: Plus, if you don't mind, if I jump in, as yeah. somebody that is... You know, I'm. I don't have a specific type. I'm more about the insides. But physical attraction, I'm more attracted to black women, right? Um, something my mother told me was, you have to understand that if you do get married, we need somebody that we can relate to. Also,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's something I feel like a lot of people skip out around their two me, me, me. And it makes sense. Like my mom made a good point. Like my mom want to interact with the in laws. Yeah, they don't want too much of a cultural difference. Fair. You know what I mean. And hopefully that, that, that shows like a yeah. huge light on certain things. Yeah. You might be different, but you might also want to consider your parents if you're close with them. Yeah, I mean... close with our family.
2: I, I'll say for like my parents now, the bare minimum... At first, the bare minimum was like, she has to be Muslim. That's it. That was the first bare minimum.
0: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. And then... But I mean, before that, it was completely different. It was like... Same Pakistani background, same everything. Yo, this man, is when I was like, talking
0: about the same villages. Back yeah, then.
2: Like, what? this one was like 1670. That was like in my yeah. head. It was engraved in my head. This is what yeah. you're gonna find. You're from a very specific cast of people. Yeah, classes, like,
0: usually guys.
2: And it's just big in the South Asian world because we're all trying to be special. Yeah. We're all trying to feel like we're special. What makes you special is what you pretty much do in this world, in your not what you're given. You could be born in like great background, great money, but. You do nothing with it I know We know guys who are rich Who ain't shit Like they ain't doing nothing
0: They're not rich Their parents is rich That's what
2: I mean Like their parents Started them off somewhere With a lot of wealth But They didn't turn that into like Learning and acquiring skills What they were doing Is just doing dumb shit Getting fresh But Again, fucked up on drugs and yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. dumb and shit. There's also
0: the opposite that we know as well. Yeah, the people
2: hardest. who didn't have anything who pushed themselves or, or they, had they, yeah. they had
0: something, they took it, they they made it more. Yeah, and they That's took the it to, to the next level. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they acquired skills, yeah, learned yeah. new traits. Yeah. So, like at least for me, I'll I'll, I'll say like my parents now they're very open minded. They want something, they want us to be happy, but they've also seen like a lot of divorces in the same cultures. So it's like right. a shock to the system. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like if if you're somebody trying to find someone right in New York, it's not really encouraged for brown people to find each other. Really, there's these apps now, right? They're slowly coming off, but um, what do you think? Like, you think that's um, it's it's good for brown people to have the confidence to talk to each other, but also even try to go into the other racial groups to see. Because I, think-
0: I, I, th- yeah, I think it's I think whoever is good for you is good for you. Like you're not a you're not a bot you know what i'm saying there's no software like yeah. it's just you you will you you're a tailored person you'll get along with somebody that's a whole that could be just like you from the same place or completely different from you you know what i mean yeah. so i i i always and even even to like friends i encourage them to go to other races and then even potentially other religions just to see what's out there but yeah. they're either a they're too afraid of
2: criticism
0: not cr- after criticism, the criticism. Just even family. thinking about okay. going to another race, or B, they, they they genuinely like their kind and they're they're stuck on that. And mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah. But just having the exposure, you know what I mean? Like, there's some people that literally take advantage of the fact that they're this race, and women only want that specific race, so they take advantage of all these men or women. Yeah. You know. And then there's some people that you might be from here and there's a guy out there or a woman out there that's from a whole different race, background, everything, but you guys mingle perfectly mm-hmm. and have yeah. the same values. You already know how it goes. Yeah. So I don't, I don't necessarily agree with, with just sticking to one kind, ex- like exploring a respectful and healthy manner. Yeah. And in regards to the dating apps and stuff, uh, we're in a different world now. You know, like it's not as easy as it used to be in the yeah. sense of like, oh, I have a friend or, you know. It's very uh, meet and Greek, but then there's also that big backlash. Yeah. Because now people don't even want to... Like, people have a shorter time trying to get to know somebody. Yeah. Does it make sense? Or they'll preconceive a judgment. So it's very... Like, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to do it up front. Like, introduce yourself to get a good gauge of your energy. Like, these apps are hilarious. Yeah. Bastards. You know,
2: it, it, it's interesting to me because I feel like... It's never gonna be easy to find the person you want. But no. one thing that I would Not say, especially to young like individuals, I would say I think it's important for people I would say like starting at like 18, 19, like get your foot into college and just kinda understand what you're trying to do, right? Just eighteen yeah, get 19.
0: get a get a very good grasp of you. Yeah, before... and I think that's
2: that's a good age where you kinda should start dating. Like mm-hmm. just having a girlfriend or even Trying to pursue a girlfriend. Yeah, because right. I think, personally, I think it's very important for any adolescent before the age of 24, right, 24, 25, to have dated at least a girl or two. Because you need to have an understanding of what that relationship is like.
0: Or what a relationship
2: is. What a relationship is and how it turns into other things. And just the butterflies in the beginning. Exactly. And then also traveling with that significant other. Because like me, you know, I've dated a few women in my life and I realized... The more I dated, the more I understood who I am as a person. The more I understood what I was really looking for, you know? Plus, life hits you. You know, people move. You you think this person you share a similar interest, then interests change, things change. You, th- there's a very interesting saying. People say you hope to grow with someone as you age. Correct. You know, and it's That's not easy. That's not
0: easy. That's crazy in the sense of just understanding the reality. And it's not even crazy because back in the day, what we're talking about was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like being having a life partner. Yeah, it's it's like what? I don't yeah, with this person. That's why you got to find the right one. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, Good yeah. Luck with it, and you limit your options more and more. The harder they're going to be fine to be to so find, and don't have like some unrealistic expectations. Like, and I agree with you. Like, as you date, you f- you date, you have relationships. You find out about more of who you are, and more importantly, like who you are as a, as yourself. How you react with other people and how you interact with them, and also what you really want as a person. Example, like you, you know, you've met people, you've uh, possibly dated other people as well, right? And you've more learned of what you want and what you will not tolerate, Yeah. right? What I realized from dating, which, by the way, barely did, right? But I do a lot of reflecting. I know what I want when I was younger, and it's the same things that I want now. Not much has changed, but that solidifies, that's the right mindset to have. Yeah. There's no what if scenarios in my head. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. And it's literally you're talking to the the, the the two sides of the same coin. Yeah. It's just, honestly, it's amazing. But.
2: And, you know, one thing I definitely want to say, because we're talking all this good stuff about dating, and, you know, definitely shoot your shot, go out there. It may not be encouraged in your culture. You could be in it from a completely different world.
0: Be respectful.
2: Yeah. You could be from coming from a different country, and I think the best thing you could do, if you're lucky enough to be in America or some part of the world where it's Democ, you know, democracy. You're allowed to like associate with other people, have conversations. It's just to mingle with different groups and shoot your shot. You know, Um, I guess the other thing I was going to ask was, I personally think you should not stick to a relationship that you're not happy in. You should get out as soon as possible. And I'll speak for myself first. Like I was in many relationships since I was a kid. You know. I would date a girl for like, and because of the South Asian mentality that I had, this Bollywood thing of that's the only girl I'm gonna be with forever. When I would date a girl, my mindset was always that's the girl I'm gonna marry.
0: You tolerate all the bullshit. Everything.
2: You take everything. And it it was very difficult for me to say, this is not working no more. I have understood that whatever we've been doing together is just not compatible. And now I feel like my life, my journey is heading this direction. And I don't think this person is going to help me continue my journey. So, the thing I was going to say is, if you feel that way, you should get out instead of wasting time. Right? So, that's the thing I was going to ask you about. Like, What do you think? Like, someone's in a relationship right now. Okay. Like,
0: oh, listen. Yo, dude. Do you know what my job is? I've I trained majority women. Um, like, I've, become, I've taken on a world of being a therapist without actually i'm not a licensed therapist I'm, I'm not saying i'm a therapist but i'm blessed to know so much about human psychology through books and understanding of people and the empathetic skills that i've had yeah like i would say you assess the situation be realistic and do what's right for you don't put yourself in a position where you're stuck there's no such thing as stuck you can leave any time right unless it's like your are life-threatening then you gotta you know but assess the situation i wouldn't say give up immediately but unless you know it's a definite no, or you see nowhere, you're not going nowhere with this person. Cut it out. Example for this is, this is very. I'm, I'm very similar to you. I was in a relationship in my younger years, and Shorty used to hit me, you know, like, and I used to tolerate it, you know. Shorty like made me bleed through my mouth, you know. She popped on me in front of my homeboys, craziest shit. Like, I'm with my dogs, right? We going to the hood, and I'm I'm with like some of the most toughest dudes. Period, right? And so my boys, right? And they like, oh, that's your your girl across the street. She come across the street and she just clocks me in front of my boys with Lahi. And they were all like, yo, what the hell? And I tolerated that shit, right? Now that I look back at it, bro, if you are not even giving me the handful of respect, like after you've done so much self-development and learning of who you are, if you're not giving me the same amount of respect that I deserve or there's a miscommunication, there's something genuinely that I can't tolerate, I'm out. Because yeah. I'm not going to waste my precious time. Yeah, Every time you have is precious, right? That's that's what say. every billionaire millionaire says, like, you can't buy back time, right? So you see where you're at. You see if you can keep a realistic, healthy relationship with this person. And if you can't, bounce. That's it. If that's just, just your fling, then keep it as a fling because you know you're not going to. But don't lead them on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I agree with you, like. If it's toxic and it's not good for you, bounce because it's supposed to be something that builds you up. Yeah. Both y'all together. Yeah. Half the time, more than half the time, it's somebody's taking a loss, somebody's taking an L, right? And that's not how it's supposed to be.
1: Definitely, so, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh,
0: some, you know, if you if you would do that, just like a woman that does pretty much like s- chill, stays at home, right? And that's the dynamic you want, but you gotta go getter outside, and you know that's not for you. Why put that person back? You know what I mean? Or if you're a person that wants a go-getter, but you got a person, a person that's uh, not doing nothing with their life, why do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? And it's important to find out, as you said before, what type of woman you really want. Yeah. That's just that's just a filter that you have that you're not looking at somebody's face value and you're checking them off. It's you get to know them. That's the most important thing. Then you realize this was really isn't really for me. Yeah. I'm out.
2: See now that's why I'm. I'm I'm Big about that because like the old traditional ways was families meet first they feel like the two people are compatible in whatever way they know each other then they meet then that's shotgun point. wedding type situation and nowadays like again now you see how important it is to like develop yourself as a person because I think when you when you actually date somebody it changes you as a person too it makes you grow for better or worse it might make you worse yeah you
0: know you're like, no, you're, no, you're in a randomized situation yeah you know, so you gotta adapt
2: I think that's So that's what, like, I guess the main thing is, I guess dating, personally what I believe is dating over time will be more encouraging, like, the South Asian demographic. Like, you should find a person a certain age and kind of see how it is before you guys tie the knot because there's nobody who's not getting divorced. Like, it's it's out there for every group of people, you know?
0: One thing I always want to say to, like, the South Asians is, like, just be real with who you are. Like, there's no, you don't gain nothing from lying to somebody. Yeah. You know, like, there's this huge thing about, digging into people's pasts like that has nothing to do with you now you know what i mean like it's one of these perspectives i always tell people is like you're gonna judge somebody off your past but look at yourself you can't be a hypocrite yeah just judging one like a man or a woman or whatever yeah. right whatever you identify as like you can't just say that person's bad because of this amount of partners or whatever yeah. the case may be look at yourself fool yeah like just straight up like that's just how it is
2: so I, i'll be fair i gotta be fair on that I agree a thousand percent that you shouldn't judge a person on their past because you don't know what they were going through at that time. Correct, correct. So you really should not hold it against them for the most part. For but the most part, I it agree. just For depends. the most
0: part, yes. No, no, no. What I'm saying, you already know what navigation I was going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, then there's just some people that had a phase... And then, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, like, be, I, I definitely... I, I've never had that. Yeah. So but, I already know that I wouldn't want my woman to have that. Though. Yeah. That's the woman I'm looking for, right? Yeah. So, I, guess, I
2: guess for me, it's more like... Like, I've... Like, I, I, I wouldn't judge nobody for their past. But if I find out, like... To me, what's, like, a deal breaker is, like, if I talk to a girl and I find out that, like, she was with some dude... And then some situation happened, and she like did something with his friend.
0: That's a that's a judgment. To character. me, that's like I. Right, that's a judgment. Of I'm character. out, and I'm
2: not judging you for your past. I'm just saying that that's
0: that's a character. Like mode. you crossed the
2: line. Yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah, you yeah. grew older. Maybe she was like a year yeah, ago. But my, two years my, ago. My, but you my know. thing
0: is like that's just in my opinion. That's something that's just, like, that's just that as a dude that comes from the streets. That's about loyalty. Yeah. Right. There's just certain things you don't do. You better check your friend too. Yeah. Straight up. But it's like. In in no way, sense, shape, form should I even be an op- an option yeah. in your head space. That's my personal belief. Yeah. And you, as I said, it's both people involved, your partner and whoever the opposing party yeah. is. Like, they both at fault. Yeah. So I, I guess
2: I guess that's like the main thing is I I don't like I personally don't care about how many girls or how many guys that girl dated. Right for me. Um, but I would only feel some type of way if I heard like a story from somebody maybe even the girl directly where she would tell me yeah I was with my ex but he was mean evil, angry, whatever it wasn't working out and then me and his friend
0: yeah 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 homie, best friend whatever hooked up I'm on the same boat like if I was uh, if I was with like if I'm dating the ship right and she's telling me about all these situations I'm not gonna care even though I'm not like a dude that's Putting myself out there, right? Much, but I'm not going to care about what your situation is because a lot of times it could be a really good woman that just had bad luck. Yeah, fair you enough. Know what I'm trying to say, yeah, and that could have been me, right? So, like, but if your advice is to like just take revenge or do something like that, like, that's a judgment of character in the sense of why would you even do that? Call it off, then pursue something, you know what I mean? But if you're in the middle of a relationship doing that why is if you do something sour yeah i mean not saying that they would but just yeah statistics prove that you might yeah which you know what i'm trying to say so it's like i agree with you man yeah i agree with you it's a wicked world man yeah a man wicked world, especially when you got people there saying it's okay to do that get revenge blah 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 nah loyalty lies forever
2: appreciate that yeah man it's facts yo so we've been talking for almost two hours now um so, I just want to, before we leave, I just want to say, I want to, well, thank you for coming. Appreciate you, my brother. Thanks. Of course, bro. And we'll do this again for sure. Yeah, but before yeah. I leave, I want to ask you if there were three books that you could tell someone to read that will add benefit to their life, to their All future, right. help them set goals, help them understand things better. What were those three books? Audiobooks, they could be podcasts, three, just three things that you would say, listen okay. to these three things. I read. could
0: recommend three books off the top of my head. That's for the average person average one is set boundaries and find peace i'm not going to pronounce all the names because i can't do it the other is the compound effect love that book and the last one is your brain on porn it's a great book
2: yes and that we'll talk about that another time we'll go into detail of how that's bad for your health and how in general it just you know ruins relationships between people Um, But yo, Naveed, my brother Thank you for coming again I appreciate you I'm honored,
0: bro I'm honored People,
2: thank you for listening And dealing with us
0: I hope you really uh, Took some Gems from this talk You know We're coming from a good place Not necessarily everything we'll say Will be relatable But for the people that can't relate To certain topics You know Internalize it Not saying use it immediately But learn from somebody else's perspective And their way of thinking And make your own judgments from there Love Love
2: Thank you, guys. Yo, Navid, you want to shout out your Instagram and your info so people can follow you?
0: Uh, yeah, y'all can follow me at Navid Fitness on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter. But yeah, I'm not really much of a social media presence guy, but I will be sometime in the future. Um, and if you have any questions, you know, feel free to DM me even though I get a lot of DMs. And if I have the time to respond, I will. But just know that if you're reaching out to me, it's coming from a good place and a place of love.
2: Hey, man, thank you, everybody, for listening. This is your boy, Asad. And we'll have more on the way. We out. Brooklyn.
0: Queens. That was fire. All right. Uh. Yo, this shit didn't die, once. didn't die once. I think we have to keep the charger. What happened? Trying to stop it. Stop it?
2: charger thing worked. It's so funny. It's a battery exhaust and it just turned off. That's hilarious. I swear to God. That's crazy. <laughs>